Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Let's do this. Welcome to the Game Mess Decides podcast. This is the podcast where we decide everything about the world of games so you never have to think for yourself. I'm your host, Jeff Grubb. With me is co-host Extreme. Uh, it's me, Spike Minotti. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to today's show, Mike Minotti. How are you Thank doing? Thank you for bringing me back. I yeah, really absolutely. God Good damn honor. it. Uh, I'm so, that clip went around a little bit, and boy. Felt dumber and dumber every time I watched it. <laughs> no, it was very good. I didn't know this was happening. Until you yeah, people were like Mike, Mike, like Mike's restraint. I'm like Mike wasn't paying attention either. No. But like, you it's not I, his job to pay attention at that point. I've heard that intro like 300 times. I don't listen to it. Yeah, it, like you know, like when to say your name, which is the whole thing. Like you just say your name right. when you say your name. So yeah, uh, today's episode, Quake Two, Red Dead. It's fifty dollars, and Sony isn't happy. Square Enix isn't happy. Nobody is happy. Except for us here on this show, well, yeah. A little tired, but this is a lot of content today. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of man a packed Thursday, and I want to like, I want to do Mortal Kombat tomorrow. I also want to do some quick looks. We're gonna we talked about that, yeah. and then also like um, and then I have the normal shows as well. So UPF and, and Game S mornings. I'm like, and I'll play Baldur's Gate. Like, what the who the fuck am I kidding? This is it's insane at this point, but. I don't know. No, good things to complain about. Too much work. It's fun. I enjoy it. But yeah, Mike, how are I you mean, doing look, otherwise? Yeah, because like, well, we're going to record our first Columbo episode after this. So Columbros, right? So, yep, Columbros is happening. That's so it's right. exciting. But like, yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm good. I, my, I was feeling off for a while. Today I feel better. So hopefully that kind of keeps going on the up and up. So yeah, I've been in better spirits today than uh, for most of the week. So yeah. I'm doing good. And, you know, the video games continue to be uh, a lot of fun. And somehow they keep uh, releasing new ones that I want to play. They refuse to stop uh, despite my pleas. Uh, yeah, it's like a new video game every day. I learn about that. I want to play. So, um, yeah. And then that's a lot of those have to just go on a list because Baldur's Gate 3 just has to be next. It has to be next. It has to be the thing it's, I play. It's like it's, it's a giant deal. It's incredible. Yep. Like, you know, Tears of the Kingdom is Tears of the Kingdom, but. Like the story for 2023 really could be anchored around Baldur's Gate 3, oh, even yeah. over Starfield or Tears of the Kingdom. And that is shocking. I mean, what's its Metacritic average now? A 97? Not 97. based off a we're, ton of We're going to talk about that in the news. Yeah, absolutely. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. It's, uh, games don't do that. And this game is 
and yep, that is, you're right. It is so surprising. It's surprising to a certain extent. Like I, I always, in my back of my head, I'm like, that game could be really important. Even wildest dreams like this huge, yeah. this important, this successful, yeah. this well-reviewed. Um, it is hitting on every single cylinder. So yeah, um, I have to play it. There was just kind of a thought experiment while I was streaming. Like what games do we think will be nominated for a game of the year at, uh, you know, the, 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 the game awards. And there's some stuff that I assumed would make it at the beginning of the year. And I'm like, there's no room for it now. Oh, High Fi Rush doesn't stand a chance. High Fi Rush, no chance. It sucks. No chance. No chance. I don't think Final Fantasy 16 has a chance anymore. Final Fantasy 16 might get in, but it's slim. It's, it's a slim, slim chance. It's a real tough chance. Diablo 4, nah. Right. You got to think like some of those votes for Final Fantasy 16 are definitely going to get swallowed up by. Baldur's Gate 3 on PS5, like winning Which, over a lot of those people. I'm not like one who's like, oh, I can't believe Final Fantasy 16 is not an RPG. But in playing Baldur's Gate, which is the most RPG, it's kind of like, yeah, this stuff's nice. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more of this would have been nice in yep. Final Fantasy. I get it. I get the complaint. Yeah, it's, I mean, we talked about it, but it is like the, le the lessons learned of like pulling so far away in, in the other direction. Of being like people are afraid of that stuff we can't we can't even like have a hint of it well, uh or we have to like hide in a bury it under all these other things it's like no if you make that shit front and center and tell people there are also dicks and vaginas in your game like you're yeah. gonna be set you are good i mean square enix you know they straight up came out and said and you know the, the producer came straight up said like i want to make it more mainstream so i had to like get rid of the rpg stuff and you, i can't help but wonder as much as i love yoshi p if that isn't fundamentally incorrect perhaps yeah, I mean, both can be right. Both right? can be true. Both, both can, can be, be true. true. It's just like, it, it's hard to reconcile that, like, based looking at Baldur's Gate 3 and be like, both are true, but the fervor for Baldur's Gate 3 makes me think maybe one is a little bit more true than the other. It's a fervor. It's a straight up fervor. We got a fervor. We got a fervor on our hands, everybody. I hope you, I hope you catch it. I'm going to catch it. But first, I want to thank everybody for joining us. You can get more from Mike and me by joining the Discord at GameMess.net. Give us a good rating wherever you are listening and hit that like button here on YouTube while we're live. It helps people find the show. Or if you're watching later, that also helps. Thank you to Carlos Ayn, who's insane in the rain music on YouTube for the use of our theme songs. Thank you to one up versus CPU for our artwork. You can find more of him at one up versus CPU.com. Also, I don't know, he, he did a shirt on the giant bomb store. So you go to store.giantbomb.com. The hot dog shirt that I'm in. He designed that. Oh, so right. Out. That's awesome. Yes, it's, uh, it's he we, he worked hard and a long time on that, and it finally got up there. It's uh, it's also a sticker pack, and that sticker pack is really awesome. Hey, as I well. paid for my Dan Riker uh, uh, shirt. You can give me one of the, those hot dog shirts for free. How about that? That sounds like a plan to me. I need to reach out to Backlight about another uh, round of swag, anyhow. So, yeah, uh, we are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and wherever pods are caught. Thank you to our mods and support us by going to Patreon.com slash game mess that gets you access to the private channels in our discord the monthly q a one month early access to our jeopardy games participation in our monthly game club discussions and of course all of our shows ad free a couple updates about those things jeopardy game is going to get recorded here pretty soon i was out then sean was out but all that stuff's in the works it takes sean plenty of time to put that stuff together so it'll happen just uh just give us a little extra time there uh, same with the um, the monthly q and I did it really late last month, so I was kind of like maybe thinking going forward, I might do it in the middle of the month instead. So aiming to do it next weekend. Additionally, there is a brand new perk for supporters starting almost like immediately, probably starting tonight. It's going to be a new monthly podcast, Columbros, where me and Mike recap 
uh, Columbo, Columbo episodes. We're going to start with episode one, the Steven Spielberg epi uh, directed episode. So uh, look out for that. We'll record that. That might be more early access for patrons. I think we will release Exactly. Yeah. So, here, so here's the real plan. Here's how it works. It's going to be very similar to Jeopardy. You will get it one month early if you are a, uh, a, a Patreon subscriber. Uh, and we'll probably put the MP3 up for podcast producers as well. So if you are in that podcast producer's channel, you'll be able to find it in there early. So if you get us through Twitch or through YouTube, we, we got you back there. But if you if you're, you know, if you're a free and supported listener, that's totally fine. You'll just have to wait about a month. It'll have its own feed. So look out for that going forward. OK, uh, Mike, I got some big news topics here to talk about. You ready to jump in? Let's do it. Uh, starting here, Quake 2 Remastered has been confirmed. Uh, they. Uh, it, it's releasing August 10th. I, some of this stuff is going to be reportedly because that's the day I played it. Yes, it is out now. It costs ten dollars, uh, ten euros, eight pounds. Um, Quake Two Remastered is what it's called, not Quake Two Enhanced. The first one was enhanced. It's kind of called one. Quake. You, I mean, you, it's just called Quake Two, really. You just go on uh, Steam. Yeah, on Steam, it's just Steam Quake Steam, Two. It, they just uh, that's the okay. I think uh, they did refer to it as Quake Two Remastered at the, the event. But I think, yes, just Quake 2. Uh, it's coming. It's PC, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, Nintendo Switch. Uh, obviously different than Quake 2 RTX. Uh, it is. It was It was announced at QuakeCon. It also includes a Quake 2 64 for free and a new expansion called Call the Machine. I'm assuming that is uh, done by Machine Games once it again. It is. Yes, yeah, just like what they did with Quake 1. Jeff, this rules. This is so this cool. This is very awesome. So you played it. it what did you think? It's awesome. It's super fun. It's su like Quake Two is just such a. It's a bit. It's a big turning point in a lot of ways for uh, shooters. It's kind of in that direct lineage where Half Life like really changed things, but Quake Two did a lot of that also. I mean, the Source engine that Half Life is built off of is based on the Quake Two engine. The Quake Two engine is basically the first modern shooter engine. Um, and it, I don't know it's something about this. It is still just such a vibe and the remaster stuff. Like you know. All the normal stuff, like it looking spiffier, it just running well, and all that stuff's nice. They have this new compass mode, where it's kind of like you know those video games where you push a button, and it's like oh, there's like the breadcrumb trail to help show you where to go. Like they kind of build a system of like that in here that looks so good, it's like it was, it's always been there, and so that's nice because mm -hmm. these games can get kind of easy to get turned around in, right? Yes. So that's great. Uh, I've, you know, I like everything Night Dive done, has done. I'm pretty sure this is still Night Dive. Once again, really excited to play through this original campaign. I mean, this was such a big deal in my early PC gaming life. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, like, this, this, was, this is why you weren't playing GoldenEye, right? Well, this is why I was a brat about GoldenEye. Oh, is sure. because, yeah. like, yeah. like, I still, you know, Quake 2, <laughs> I could play that with, like, mouse and keyboard. I was mm -hmm. using the arrow keys like a scrub back then because I was like, well, obviously, that's what you use. Right. But I had that. It looked a million times better. Yeah, that's why I was a brat about those kind of things for sure. Um. Quake 2 64 is the six. It's just a 64 release of Quake 2, but it, like Quake. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. Oh, are you just messing with me or just what? No, no, no. Seriously, it's like Doom 64. It's a, it's a, well, it's that, a okay, yes, game. That, that's what I was getting to. It's the 64 release of Quake 2, but it's a completely different game, right? It's a completely different game. It's like a different set of levels, right? So yes, different set of levels, right? Play, it came, Quake 2 came to PlayStation, but had many of the PC levels in it. Is, is my so basically the same as the PC game on PlayStation, but the N64 one is like a wholly separate thing, which is why it's cool that it's included here. Also, it very cool renders like an N64 game, which 
has a look. It's not a great look for everybody, but I love it. Very nostalgic. Um, yeah, and I was like, man, that is, they just put so much love into these Quake 2 remaster, or these Quake remasters. And that's, obviously, that's Night Dive's MO. But this is very exciting. It's $10. And it, it's $10. $10, yeah. It was just, you know, I even, instead of just, like, asking PR, it's like, $10. I want to play it now. <laughs> Let's yep. just go. Come on. Why not? It's awesome. Uh, you know, they, they've done a good job of going through a lot of these, right? We basically have all of the Dooms and the Quakes now. And some of the other, like, even some more of the obscure ones from this era, like Power Slave, have been done. Night Dive's done the two Turok games. I hope they keep going. I hope they keep finding more games from this era and they keep giving them this treatment because uh, man there's something about these that nothing else really quite scratches that itch even like the newer boomer shooter games like there's something about the originals i don't know if it's because i know the originals and there's something about that is contextually impressive and interesting in that way right yes uh absolutely and it's uh it, it, the cool thing about quake is it's you can go back to it you really can mm -hmm. and it, it is an anchor to that time in a way that, uh, you know, a handful of games are, but Quake especially. Um, it's literally impossible, Mike, that Machine Games has done two expansions and is that not going to work on something new Quake-related, right? That's the whole point of this. It has to be, right? I would certainly hope so. Like, what else are we doing here? Um, obviously, Machine Games is a pretty busy studio. Yep. But, God, would I love to see them do a take on Quake uh, you know, we haven't gotten a Quake Take, if you were Quake if Take, you if you would, you know, Quake for so long. The last like attempts at Quake have always been entirely multiplayer focused um, and like that's fine. I like Quake 3, but Quake 3 is not like the end all be all for me. I do care about Quake 1 and 2. I care about it as this complete package with a fun single player campaign. And yeah, it should also have this awesome uh, multiplayer mode. Sure. But I definitely think looking at what the recent doom games have done that is the model you want to follow mike my, my question for you jeff is do you want the quake one kind of medieval gothic slightly you know a, a little almost uh horror a little bit of horror a little bit of that eldritch uh kind of aesthetic or do you want the more just pure sci-fi quake two quake and yeah. onward i mean I think the, the right answer should be a, a Quake 1, because, like, if we, we want the sci-fi, like, sort of thing, there's Doom, but, but I think Quake, like, can do that stuff even better in a lot of ways, and well, cause I... Doom, Doom has all that demon stuff, and I gotta be, like, yeah. I love those Doom games, that, the demon hell aesthetic, that's one of my lesser favorite aesthetics, like, uh... What was that that fun first person shooter with like the music stuff in it that came out? Oh, Metal uh, Hellslinger. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I like the game a lot, but it's like, yeah, demons, <laughs> hell. Well, okay, like I'm, you know, just to pause you a little bit. D Doom should be doing that, and it, it oh, does. I it. agree. T Doom 2016 is reveling in that stuff and nails it. Exactly, but, but that's not the Christmas. But this is yes. you can do more pure sci-fi. Yes. You can do even more space marine sci-fi in a way that even. Uh, Halo does it. You can, hey, throw in some of that medieval stuff and kind of uh, right, yes. spice up a bit there. And you also still have Hex and uh, over yeah. there, too, if you exactly. really want to go in that direction. I think that's what this. you do. You kind of maybe bridge the gap and not not fully. Like, you're right. You do, it's not 50-50 gothic and sci-fi, but you go sci-fi, you go off-world, and you discover, like, all oh, that gothic stuff came from space. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly. fun. That's a the good time. Goths. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the most Warhammer. dangerous goths of all. Right, yeah. You're in, you're in space, and it's a spaceship, but then you look out the window, and it's like, this spaceship is also a cathedral, and they're playing organ music. Right. Like, that shit rules. Yeah, do I that. I do hope it's like 
the Doom games in that, like, like you know, I don't have to reload, basically, is the, the, the best way to put it. That's the thing I love playing these games. Like, man, reloading was maybe a mistake. It's fun to just keep shooting, <laughs> yep. actually. God, man, Doom 2016 is so good. I, I never played yeah. a Doom Eternal. Yeah. I never played that. I should play that. I should play doing the fuck. Why am I talking about other well, games? Well, yeah, you're right not going to, you can't make content. Uh, it's not happening now. Yep. Yep. Not happening right Someday. now. Someday when we are older, we can do that, <laughs> but not, uh, not yeah. right now. I really, I mean, Doom 2016 might be the game I came around the hardest on from uh, oh, preview period. Oh, we had a big yeah. twisted metal TV show moment. Yeah, we really did. <laughs> so we just, we laughed at it at first. Yep. How embarrassing this is It's like oh my yeah. god we were so wrong It's we so goddamn good That was uh, the worst I've ever been <laughs> yeah, Yes agree. yep definitely and it's like That's the one that taught me uh, Do not judge violence in games Until you're playing the game yourself You need the context you have to be in control To know the context of the violence And it's like oh, okay these glory kills Actually just rule instead of how I felt before And it's right. like that's a little over the top Right, exactly. Up, you always, idiot. I, I do that every Mortal Kombat too, though. I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe this is actually kind of just gross. Yeah, <laughs> you play it. Like, I play it. Oh, that's I'm like, totally I want to do it. that five more times. Uh huh. Exactly. So that's the game that taught that lesson to me, and I will always remember it. Uh, Red Dead Redemption port on PlayStation and Switch is coming. It's fifty dollars. That's the thing everyone's hung up on, other than the fact that it's just a port, which only yeah. emphasizes the fifty dollars price tag being. Uh, but hey. Guess what? Strauss Elnick says it's commercially accurate. So fuck you, Mike. <laughs> That's a fun phrase. It That's is, what right? we'll be pulling out for a while. Commercially <laughs> Yes, it is. Accurate. Another run for the repertoire. Yeah. Based on what? It's not based on like like Metroid Prime Remastered, which is I mean, it's based less on what they think they can get away with. In like an actual. Yeah, I guess, uh, you know. I do think there are a decent amount of people who are maybe burned from their last remastered or slash port efforts with Grand Theft Auto. I don't know. It's the 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 most bizarre thing is still the no PC version. That I'm not sure. I have no idea what's going on there. But sure, whatever. You think you could charge uh, a little bit too much money for your ancient, barely worked on port? Fine. Yep. It's uh, a lot of people have responded very poorly to this announcement. Uh, it has something like a hundred thousand downvotes on YouTube compared to like thirty thousand likes. Uh, so yeah, pe people aren't happy. But um. I, you know, I want to say, like, will that affect the sales? I think that price seems high enough to, yes, affect the sales, but it's a price point, and price points can change very easily. And in two months, the thing's going to be, what, $30, $35? But, I mean, it's it's coming out, uh, what, what is it, August 17th. It's coming out in a couple days. One week from today, it'll be out. And then by Black Friday, you're going to be able to get the fucking thing for $15. So it's like, what? why? Yeah. We're going to get upset about that. Oh, it's not worth it. And it's like, well, just wait then, I guess. So it's like, well, yeah, but we still can. I still think we should maybe be complaining a little bit and like shouting just a tad at these companies for sure. like trying to like pull pull the rug over our, or pull the wool over our eyes a little bit. It's like, yeah, I guess. But man, of all the things I, I'm playing the rest of this year, as much as I like Red Dead Redemption One, that's not exactly high yeah, on my no, list. No chance in hell. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 didn't meet high end expectations. <laughs> uh, Square Enix's share price uh, dropped nearly 15 percent on this news uh, for after its Q2 2020 earnings report, uh, where where, and they also had you know 65% drop in profits, but the company cited slow PS5 adoption and Final Fantasy 16's launch sales as a reason for the decline. 
is PlayStation um, Five adoption slow? No. Well, I mean, maybe at one point. I, it's not. I know it just isn't. It just, it is just not. isn't. Actually, somebody's gonna say apparently it is as well, which is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but their whole thing is like we predicted 25 million, 25 million consoles sold for. This is the next story as well. Uh, 25 million consoles sold for the year, and we're a little bit behind that pace. And I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, no shit. Like it's a huge number. Right. Uh, how yeah. does this keep? How are? Why are the expectations always so ridiculous? It's like it looks makes them look good to exceed quote unquote expectations. Right. This is this is the uh, Jan was on Game S Mornings this morning, and we talked like that's the thing. Like these companies are almost always conservative in their predictions so that they can overcome them. They can like, Oh, we beat expectations. You know, we, we, we wrote for, I wrote for games, but you still do. Oh, beats expectations. A big thing among investors. Yeah, they love so, to read that. They sure yep, do. Exactly. So if you set high expectations, you better meet them at the very, very least. Yeah. Um, Final so, Fantasy 16 is like sewing at the same pace as Final Fantasy seven remake, which should have been a bigger deal and was it came out for a platform that definitely had more consoles sold at the point it came out with. So I don't know what else they were expecting. Yeah, I, I, I it's really tough for me to imagine them thinking this thing was going to sell five million copies across, you know, 35, 40 million PlayStation fives in the first couple right. of weeks. This a thing hasn't even had first rate? holiday yet. No. Yes, this no. is this is bananas. And I, it's bad square enix being the bad square enix yeah there's a part of me it's like maybe maybe they're sincere about it like no it's expectations it's fine and maybe something's getting lost in translation i don't know because it is i square enix has done it before i get it it is so bafflingly bafflingly stupid there we go baffling you got you had it right the second time you should have given up away quit while yeah, you're but i thought if i did i thought i could do it two times in a row and that would negate then i'd be sure. plus oh, but then i, I messed I, it I up that. again <laughs> then i, I messed know. it up again i get it i know what you mean i know what you're going for yeah uh but yeah i mean yeah baffling baffling lean okay, baffling confusingly stupid just stupid as shit mike <laughs> it's, it, sure, it's bad. it sure is i uh, i and it's um it's a rake they set up themselves to step on every time. Every time. They don't have to have those high expectations. They can just lie. They, they could just lie. Say, because they, they even said high end expectations. I mean, I guess they need some excuse for why their profits are way down. Right. They don't even need to tell them that you had a range of expectations. Just say it met expectations. Yeah. But like what? I don't know. It's 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 weird and stupid and bad. And I think. What do you think their foam star expectations are? <laughs> Sky high. <laughs> I think it's going to sell twelve million copies. I, you know, um, I, it always goes back to Square Enix. It's just kind of a, a. It feels lost. They feel lost, even when they're putting out games that are generally liked, like Final Fantasy sixteen. Even with a a, a, a money printing factory like Final Fantasy fourteen. They yeah. just—it just seems like they can't get all of their shit together. They're, it always is kind of messy over there, and this is another example. It, they feel like a company that was hoping and expecting to be bought, like this yes. by this time, right? Right, like, and has had a CEO leave because that didn't happen, and now they're like, "Well, you know, we I don't have a plan for the future. The plan was to get bought, and now that's not happening. So someone else can figure this out." And you know, they're making deals with Microsoft, and they—they have some stuff in the works, but um, they need to. Uh, they need to recalibrate Forspoken a lot of stuff came out there. this year. Jesus Christ. Oh, really? This <laughs> yeah, year? Yeah, that was this year, dude. That's crazy. Forspoken. Whoa, okay. Ah! That actually is deeply upsetting. Uh, oh, I'm unmoored from reality. 
Okay, uh, yeah, then Sony is still not satisfied with PS5 sales in the UK. Uh, Sony's PS5 price cut hasn't uh, led to the reaction they hoped for in the UK. This is what's crazy. Okay, oh, my God, they raised the price, and people bought it less. Then they brought the price back to the regular. Way down. Like, These ungrateful Smurfs. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> they, they brought the price way down to end. People are buying it like fucking crazy. <laughs> Apparently, so the sales are up something like 500% compared what to before the, the price. That, what are you talking about? What is happening? Why are they all like this? Hey, 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 Mike, remember two weeks ago when you and I were on this podcast talking about, boy, the PS5 sure is selling like hotcakes. Yeah. Boy, how they forget. Sorry, I just had to get that in there. No, it, it, is. it but it is. It just straight up is. And now it's selling even better because it's a significant price drop. And uh, they're like, sales are weak in the UK, but Europe as a whole is performing well. Uh, PS5 hardware sales increased by 38% year on year in the first quarter. Uh, Sony is working to implement measures to achieve their- Is this their, a, a rip on Jim Ryan? I'm sorry, Jeff. Like, I, what are they talking? I don't. I yeah right like you can't even get it to sell in the UK I I don't know uh, but PS5 sales jumped seventy five percent in the UK following the sale uh, and that was like by one measure but by another measure it was up like a huge amount from like the weeks preceding the sale um, PS5 unit sales are up seventy three percent for the first thirty one weeks of the year um, so I mean they're worried about being not hitting that twenty five million number. But that's and that's why they have this sale. That's one of the big reasons they have this sale. They're also probably going to get a boost when they do launch the new model, the PS5. That almost certainly is coming out. I know we haven't had it announced, but seems like that's going to happen. That. They'll get a boost when Spider-Man happens and Spider-Man too. Yep. But it doesn't matter if the boost isn't as much as the imaginary number that you thought the boost would be. I guess. Uh, Ch Chad, help me out. Uh, was 10 million is how much the P PS5 sold last quarter, right? It was in that range. I think it was close to 10 million. Uh, maybe, maybe it was like 8 million or something like that, but, uh, it's definitely going to do uh, about that same amount, amount throughout the summer quarter, which is crazy. And then they could do as much as like 12 million in the holiday quarter, if not more than that. So it's like right there, you're, you're maybe at your numbers. I, I don't know. I just, so the PS five is selling just about as fast as the PS four in terms of the, if you line it up. And really, if you just look at the last few months since the, uh, the uh, supply constraints have been fixed, it's way out selling the PS four. Right. How can you not be satisfied with that? I don't know. I have no idea. It's deeply upsetting. Yeah. It's, it's like, I, I just like trying to understand these companies sometimes is infuriating. Um, Sony says it's delaying some games. This is a, a weird one. Sony delayed several unnamed first party titles beyond March, 2024. Uh, this may be the reason why the recent PlayStation showcase was disappointing. Uh, this is some speculation from some people out there. Um, among the possible delayed titles, people are again, speculating could be stellar blade, the last of us factions and twisted metal, the reboot that was rumored to be in development. Although, who knows how close that actually is. Team Asobi, Bluepoint, Ben Studio, and other high-end, uh, pro, high-profile devs are reportedly working on new games, but we haven't heard about those. I don't know, Mike. Do you have any ideas like what what might be delayed? What what might not? Uh... No, I mean we know Fashions is delayed. Like they said yeah, that on ice. Yeah. Right. So yeah, like maybe never coming out delayed. Yeah. But uh, other, I mean, we don't know much really, except for like rumor and speculating on what is coming. In a post Spider-Man 2 world, you know, you assume the next Ghost of Tsushima, you assume like hopefully an Astro game and a Last of Us Part 3, uh, among other things. But I don't know, like one of their dozen live service games, I guess. Eh. Yep. And, and, and it's like um, 
you know, it, it can feel like a little bit like Sony is kind of barren right now, but they do have Spider-Man 2 coming and they had a streak of PS5 games before this, like before this, like small, small little dearth, this little break. Yeah, you know, they had releases. Final Fantasy. Uh, and, then, but, and then, right. And then they have... And Forspoken. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, they're also like, the PS5 is the system, the, the platform that is going to benefit the most from... Uh, uh, things like Madden coming out and, and FIFA and then like uh, uh, Spider-Man 2. Well, not Spider-Man 2. I mean, well, like it's about to get an unexpected Baldur's Gate 3 boost, right? Right, Who Baldur's thought? Gate 3. Um, uh, there's like other big third-party releases coming out this year that are, are going to push out PS5s. And that thing, it's a, it almost is kind of not a big deal. It's, as long as Spider-Man 2 comes out and then all those other things happen, the PS5 is going to be just fine. Um, but if you're just like looking at PS, PlayStation first-party games, it could be like, what is going on there? Are these live service games getting in the way of everything? It's probably not that simple, but maybe there's something to that. I, I don't know. Also, games are just bigger than ever, and even those big Sony studios can run into problems. Absolutely. Um. All right. Let's see here. Baldur's Gate 3 is the best-reviewed game of the year so far. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 has a 97 on Metacritic. That's based on 14 critic reviews so far. 18 uh, now. 18 really okay and it's still it's still 97? 97 yeah i think it's i think it's probably going to be in that 97 range uh it's currently the second highest rated oh it says currently the second but i think that's that's changed i think it is the, the highest rated game um it will be released on ps5 next month an xbox version may come next year uh this game really is uh winning over just about everyone that's playing it it seems like yeah uh tears of the kingdom is a 96 so this is yes. slightly better than that Right now, a 97 is about as good as I think you can get these days. I don't know when we've seen a 98 in recent memory. Right. Um, when was the last night? What 98 was it? I don't know. Uh, I think when I think about 98, I think about like old stuff like Ocarina of Time. Yeah, Ocarina of Time. Like, and the Tony Hawk game Tony was Hawk, maybe yeah. get a 98 at some point. Yeah. Uh, that's just absolutely uh, bananas that this game's doing that well. And it is just reach, you know, there's a certain point where something that can seem niche is just comes out to this kind of quality and the word of mouth these days can spread very easily. Uh, and the other factor, people just starving for this kind of game, all those Bioware freaks who have kind of been left out in the cold for a long time as they are patiently waiting for just, you know, substantial updates on what's going on with dragon age and forget about mass effect. We, we know that they're working on it. They've had small teasers for that. That's a very long ways away. Well, in the meantime, Here's a game where you can cast spells and fuck people. So that's nice. Exactly. And that, I mean, it is what people want. Uh, this is, um, you know, you, you look around for like what other genres can have this sort of uh, burst, this glow up, this instantaneous thrust into the spotlight. And it's, uh, you know, this is this was one that was primed. But I don't know if there's many like, you know, point and click adventures aren't going to suddenly like Mist no. isn't suddenly going to come back and like do this stuff. But games where you can. I, the common thread here, because like, let's look at the games that have had this similar effect recently. It has been Tears of the Kingdom and Elden Ring. And am I missing anything? Those are the last. I, I mean, I, Elden Ring is like what I really th think about. Yeah. And the, like these are these are games where people can really, you know, explore on their own terms, uh, tell the story on their own terms, engage with the world on their own terms. And that's that seems to be the key. And that seems to be the thing that is this. Uh, I mean, you know, again, key that unlocks this larger world of players out there that are waiting for something that speaks to them. And, you know, the 
the people that want a story told to them, they are they are well fed. They they know where to go for that stuff. Sony's got you. A handful of other developers got you. Square Enix is trying to get you. Uh, but like the people that can make those games are making those games, and and people know where to get them. The people that are like looking for this opportunity to express themselves in a very deep way. So well, I mean, they're yeah, Elden Ring did that. It's the first time From really tried that though, and and Breath of the Wild now Tears of the Kingdom. It's the first time Nintendo really tried that. Is anyone else gonna be able to follow in their footsteps and to have it come? from a small little studio over in Europe, uh, that's like, I think that's gotta be like, this is a moment where it's like, anyone can make one of these games if they really believe in it and they recognize like where they should be scoping up and where they should be scaling back. So, okay, we have a whole new world of possibility of what games are gonna look like going forward. And uh, you know, it's it's not like even this game is doing a ton of new stuff. It's just putting it all together and it's it's working. It really is. Uh, and you know, yeah, Larry, you know, obviously when we say small, like, yeah, we know they have, a lot hundreds. of employees yeah but... they have like like 300 people but it's like man that's that's not a ubisoft game i mean come on let's yeah uh, there's right you know I mean, what I've a been. thousand people worked on a, a zelda game like that's that's a big studio these days yes would it be fun if the next one was you know there's those rumors that metroid prime 4 is going to be like a quote-unquote bigger game a more open game i don't know what that means that almost scares me in some ways like how do you do that i mess it up but man if if <laughs> We're really setting ourselves up now because we we already disappointed ourselves with like Metroid Dread and Metroid Prime remaster sales. But now I'm like, maybe Metroid Prime 4 is going to get that Odin Ring, Breath of the Wild, Baldur's Gate re-glow <laughs> up. What am I doing to myself? What's wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's like, you're right. I, I, I mean, I, honestly, I, I, there was a part of me that thought that it could never happen to Zelda. So the fact that Zelda, I mean, but, you know, Zelda's fantasy and fantasy always seems to have a little bit of better chance. Yeah, Zelda is uh, Zelda. But I didn't think it would happen to Baldur's Gate. And we don't. We sure. still don't have like necessarily sales numbers yet, although it's, it's got to be millions. Be, it's got to be millions. It has to be millions already. just on PC. Yeah, right. already. And like we know that it sold pretty well through early access. It didn't. No, most of the sales have happened since it went 1.0. So, yeah, it, it's 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 really popping off for that game. Um, and then Evo happened. There's a bunch of news here. There's like a bunch of words people just threw in here out of order. Undernight in birth to Cisceles. That's yeah. just obviously a typo. No, it's not. All right. Okay, All right. sit down. Okay, sit down. It's time here? for us to shine. That's right. <laughs> FGC reporter Turbo Sean here to run you through the announcements. I was out there this week, this past weekend. I saw the announcements happen live. I got to play some of these games unreleased games which was very fun i haven't had How much of a chance Project to do that L? before Tell we'll get to that we'll get to that calm down calm down we got <laughs> we gotta sit your ass down okay so like <laughs> just said <laughs> word soup here uh undernight in birth to cis celeste which by the way much better huh? tile than the last one undernight oh, yeah. in birth exe late clr which was Man, there know, was last. more to it than undernight in birth i didn't know yeah that. crazy right yeah. if, if you ever heard, hear people say uni when referring yeah. to a fine game yeah. this is what they're talking about so. okay uh but it's like the anime game uh and it's announced release in are they finally only, only, they're finally only allowing one anime game it's about time they put a limit on that oh i know what this is now this is yeah yeah this is yeah this is the uh people like not predecessor. people like What's the uni uh the uh, successor to successor, uh, yeah. yeah successor to melty blood so if you've heard that before that's what this is following up yes. uh it's gonna have rollback netcode right out the gate which everyone's very excited oh. for because these games historically have bad netcode <laughs> 
So uh, I'm sure, Christian, you're very excited about all this. Yes. You seem to be a, a big into yes, these anime I, I games. Play, yes, I play Yuniel a lot back in the day. Man, I, th then... I think you're how I found out the game existed. Yeah, and then the 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 fucking uh, COVID happens, and so we couldn't like play the game. Just like you can't play online because the online was just bad. So, yeah, that's why you need I'm good really Neko and the stuff. The new one has rollback, so yeah, really excited. There you go. I, mean, uh, I got to play game. this on the show floor. Oh. They shadow dropped their demo, which was uh, wow. kind of interesting. No one was expecting that. Uh, but yeah, and as far as I could tell, it was under night. So it is ah. what it is. Uh, I'm not much of an anime fighter guy, so I can only oh, say this so does much look about like that. Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Sorry, I'm going, I'm going ahead. This is what happens when Jeff isn't in charge of the show. He just like his brain goes everywhere. Uh, yep. This is this is some it's this is some true. Mikey news. Maybe uh, the new Fatal Fury game is officially named Fatal Fury: City of the Wolves. And they got rid of the Garou Werewolf <laughs> London part. Yeah, they converged decision, it all. To be clear. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, Garou just means it, it's like French for werewolf or something yeah, like that. Just, so it, it, the wolves yeah, theme was yeah. yeah um they they showed a brief teaser trailer uh during one of the snk segments and uh if you, if you listen to the voices people are trying to suss out some of the characters but the big thing is that they showed off what the game actually looks like and it uh it has an advancement of like the kof 15 art style but it has some nice cell shading and some special effects and stuff it looks very similar to marvel versus capcom 3 which in other words means that mike minotti thinks is ugly Mike, do you have anything to say for I, yourself? He's right. I'm right. Yeah, what? this game looks significantly wow. worse than Street Fighter Six. I mean, I don't. Boo I'll, this I man! Oh Boo! Right. Like I, 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 I got excited to go look at it, and I'm like, oh, that's that was my <laughs> yeah. action. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, right. you know, it looks a bit better than King of Fighters 15, which is yeah, also pretty ugly like, game. King of Fighters looks like shit. They, they shouldn't. Yeah, King of 15 is too simple right. and yeah, like garishly at, colored. Look, yeah, look the art before they went full 3D and. Losing those 2D sprites is a fucking crime because they were beautiful. Yeah. They look yeah. awesome. I feel it's like just... if KOF anybody... 13 is one of the greatest looking games of yes. all time. If anybody should be team, we're still just going to do sprites. I feel like it should be uh, SNK right now. Yeah. But Unfortunately, uh, sprite artists are very hard to come by nowadays. Yeah. So They're all making porn. Everyone... Just go find them, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some detailed pixelated nipples. All right, and then and then the last of like the uh, the major like uh, game slash system announcements was uh, Killer Instinct is getting a tenth anniversary update. Uh, this is even though the actual update itself isn't going to be that big, it's kind of an unprecedented announcement to go back to this like ten year old game that hasn't been worked on in five years and add anything. So it's getting matchmaking improvements, which is uh, following up the fact that they basically fixed the matchmaking earlier in the year because it was going to not work with uh, Microsoft transitioning a lot of server stuff on the back end to new services. They future-proofed it earlier in the year, and now they're going to further improve the matchmaking. Uh, Iron Galaxy is coming back in for all this, so they're they're doing all so this as the OG Explain people. why you and the other fighting game perverts like this game so much because i've been hearing it so much from like you from maximilian dude uh you know uh from all just all sorts from of people me. going on yeah, well, yeah I, sure. I talked about this a couple of weeks ago when we talked about the best fighting games but it does come down to well first of all like the aesthetics of it the music does add a lot like everything is musical in this game you know like it's got some good effects too like some good yeah. particle effects in that oh, game. I, 
I like that Xbox One particle effect. Yeah, uh, right. that's good stuff. Uh huh. It's it's like Doom 2016. You know how like the music like syncs up with the action and everything like that. Ki did that first, like three years early. But Can also, it's because. Yeah, it is now, but uh, oh, it you know, it's that. also just the definitive dishes in Game Pass, so you can just sure, sure. go play all of it. Uh, but gameplay-wise, it's because of the combo breaker and counter breaker system. You're always playing the game. There's always a push and pull there. Like you're not just eating a combo like in Marvel vs. Capcom game. You can break out of it. You can risk it. It might not pay off. And there's that mind game with your opponent of, am I gonna break? Am I not? It's very fun. Uh, but it, uh, the last two things in the announcement is that it's getting a native Xbox Series version. It didn't have that before. It's just backwards compatible Xbox One version. So it'll presumably be, you know, like 4K on Series X and then 1440 on Series S. We don't know yeah. for sure, but we assume that's what it's going to be. Uh, the big one is it's getting a balance update, which is really weird for a game this old, like to bring the old team in and say, hey, yeah, you can make the fixes you think need to be made after, you know, these change five years meta. of pros playing. Exactly. That's literally what they say in the announcement is change up the meta. Uh, it was kind of funny. Uh, Keats, the uh, combat designer over at Iron Galaxy, uh, put it on Twitter like earlier in the year. Yeah, sorry, guys. If we had a time machine, we would go back. We would nerf Rash, but there's nothing we can do. And so when this announcement came out, he all he tweeted was, Rash getting what is coming to him, man. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck that battle toad. Fuck the toad. I'm, That's I'm my main. Oh, main. no. I am a Rash main, so I'm a little sad. But uh, those are like the major game announcements. And then we had a bunch of character reveals. As mentioned, Project L revealed Yasuo, the um, samurai character from League of Legends, is in the game. Uh, yeah. I yes. did get... I got to play a decent amount of Project L, too. They had a bunch of stations set up, uh, Riot did. And I got to play 2v2... Uh, with Ooh. my homie against uh, another group, uh, pairing. And Were there, like, was... monetization scientists just, like, staring at you, writing notes <laughs> about, like, why aren't they spending money? Oh, we money? know exactly. We know exactly how it's going to work. Because when the when the chroma menu came up, it's just like, oh, you're going to charge out the ass for costumes, just like League of Legends. <laughs> like, uh -huh. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes, you yeah. are. Let me tell you, yeah. I don't spend that money. Uh, game is very fun, though. It's very snappy, and it plays a lot like... Um, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle and Marvel Infinite, like sort of where those tag team games were going, like 2v2 very quick, like yeah. switching in and out Music to players. extend combos. Yeah, it feels very good. The 2v2 is very interesting. There's a lot of, like, especially if you're couch co oping you can sort of like, you have to figure out how to, like, you know, nudge your buddy and say, hey, tag me in without, like, you know, tipping off the other team. It's, it's kind of cute. I, uh, we had a lot of fun playing. I'm looking forward to playing more in the future. Uh, Guilty Your Strive added a, a couple things, a couple new mechanics, and a shirtless one, cowboy. A one. And Johnny, the fan favorite character, the name? shirtless cowboy. Yeah, Johnny, uh, he has no nipples. He doesn't have nipples. That's yeah, really uh, the nipple Just like one. me. No <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Mario, known for having his nipples. No uh, no. Yes. Yeah, that's how they call it. No nip, no naughty. No. Uh, yeah. Mike was talking about this one a little bit. MK1 revealed Reptile, uh, Ashra, and Havoc are coming back. So Reptile Classic and then two from the PS2 era there. Havoc looks awesome. He's sort of like a zombie type character. Like one of his attacks is like he rips off his head, like throws something at you and then like puts his head back on. Like it's he's never really dead. well animated. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. And then uh, one of the older characters, Serena, is a cameo. That's a Mortal Kombat. Oh, Serena. Is Serena a Mortal Kombat 4 character? I don't remember. Uh, Armageddon, I, I think, was the last time she popped up. Yeah. Uh, no, best known for Mortal Kombat mythology Sub-Zero, Mike. That, that's oh, her yeah. uh, crowning accomplishment there. Let's go. 
Uh, then, Reptile uh, looks great, by the way. Jeff, the oh, people yeah. in your Game S poll, that's, I think that was... Those are people who just don't know who are like, oh, we like reptile. It looks like a reptile. No. Tasteless heathens. Tasteless yeah. heathens. I, yeah, I bet Sean will back me up. And within the fighting game community, I think everybody is very excited to see reptile be more humanish again. Yeah, people do tend to prefer human reptile, human uh, which has always human. been interesting to me, considering he is, you know, he's always been like some degree of shapeshifter. But yeah, people, people do like Wayne's kind of just a ninja rather than like the MK9 version where he's like lizard man. Yeah, I don't like yeah. the lizard man. Uh, last couple here. Tekken 8 revealed that Raven is coming back. So a ninja type character that fans like a lot. And then my favorite, the newcomer, Azusena, was revealed. I like the coffee. coffee. Yes. See, coffee, I was thinking coffee, about coffee. this. I was thinking about this. And I'm like, Wait. man, Mike wouldn't be bitching if she was the Coke Zero queen. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just because she's the coffee yeah, queen. He's like, face. that on Mike went from how dare you to well he's right <laughs> I mean sounds better to me he's just staring at her he's like how dare this like hyperactive girl be peddling this sludge to me yes right yeah, exactly uh, I was watching Max's video he pointed out a little bit of Laura from Street Fighter 5 in this character which I'm like yeah it probably explains why I like her but yeah. a little bit but I mean how dare you stand where she stood <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that yeah, those were some fun announcements. There's uh, some other like technical stuff that they announced for Tekken. Uh, Ono was a weirdo and came on and sort of like oh, no. joked about uh, Street Fighter Cross or Tekken Cross Street Fighter. Yeah. Yes, that was, that was weird. a weird moment. Yeah, that was, that was weird, weird because like was even last year was like um, the Tekken guy came out and said like, no, we definitely should straight up kill that project. That project doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Straight up, there's so. been back and forth there. Who the hell knows? Just, it's now, just a yeah, joke now. But oh no, it's no longer in Capcom. So yeah, so I was I was thinking that like me and my buddy were saying to each other in the audience, like, does Capcom know that he made this joke? <laughs> Do they know he's on the stage right now? It was a weird moment. But yeah, the the returning character in Raven, new character now is look very cool. Tekken Eight continues to look good. Uh, I did play a little Tekken Eight. Um, oh. It feels like Tekken 7. Shocker. Tekken Whoa. feels like Tekken, which is kind of what Tekken B do. It's sort of its thing. You know? now it has to uh, like I forgot, to, though, on the, on I the forgot to mention MK1. I'm very upset with WB slash NetherRealm slash whoever put this shit David together. Zaslav. Uh, they had what is like basically, you know, like an E3 booth type thing, but with eight setups. And it's oh. like, did you really think that Mortal Kombat would only need 16 people at a time for when you have like 20,000 people potentially coming in and out of this yeah. over the weekend. Like, Jeff so yeah, and I the, had appointments when we played it. Yeah, they I was just get, let me in. I was going to say, yeah, like you, you lucky fuckers probably just like to get to experience the same demo. And I was like, Ed Boone just said hi, Jeff. Right. Uh, <laughs> how much did you wait to play it, Sean? That, that's the thing. It, it was, I waited 15 minutes. I moved like, it, it took 15 minutes to get a single group through there. So I was like, oh, yeah, we're not standing here in line. So I was a little, a little upset of that experience. Hey, we'll be playing that game in about a month, right? So Yeah, exactly. So which is why I was just like, let's just bounce. Let's do something else. Well, yeah. it's coming out soon anyways. There's no need to. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, last one was Street Fighter Six. Uh, the news everyone's talking about, of course, is the TMNT crossover <laughs> that they're doing in the Battle Hub and everything. Uh, it was a very cool moment in person to watch when we all started singing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles song, oh, you know, a fun. whole arena of people. That was super cool. Uh, and then we saw the trailer and it's like, oh, yeah, costumes and stuff. Cool. Oh, it's for mm, it's for oh, the, the Avatar. avatars. <laughs> OK, little weird. And then as we know now. Fifteen dollars each, really? Right. Really? If it was fifteen dollars for like an, uh, a skin to make Ryu look like Leonardo, that's one thing. A but like, little yeah. more, yeah. But also, no. that's more than a character. That's more than a playable character. Licensing in this ain't video cheap. Yeah. The TMNT as a team were ten dollars in Injustice Two. That's like the funny thing. Yeah, I mean, they, I yes, they are. They, they you, we gave them an inch once; they're taking a mile now. Like that's just what, that is just what has happened here. And yeah. or maybe just Capcom having less pull. They were like, yeah, I guess we'll take what we can get. Maybe. Right. I mean, toothpaste out of the tube on a lot of the stuff, though. They're they're just gonna. Yeah. They they see yeah. other people getting away with twenty dollars skins. They're gonna try to go as high as they can. It, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, that's no what you're excuse. saying. And Game it's, it's sucks. It's just it's yeah. where the industry's at. So it's like even a full price game seems like, you know, we're we're good behind this direction. Yeah, it's, uh, and it is what it is. Last thing was that we got the first look at Aki, the next uh character that's gonna be released for DLC. Uh <laughs> taking over jury in the hearts and minds of those types <laughs> of fans, <laughs> needless to say. <laughs> she uh, murders somebody in her trailer. Yeah, yes. she basically she murders you, the player yes. character. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, the trailer was kind of bad. I, I think it was a bad trailer. I don't understand. It was this, an awkward trailer. I don't There's no gameplay. Yeah, no gameplay. I don't want to see her poison somebody. Yeah, I don't want to see your world tour stuff. It was a. What bit is she odd. from? She knew her. She's new. She's, yeah, she's. Is she character. is she gonna be related to Fang with all that she poison is. stuff? Yes. 100%. Yeah, I really wish she wouldn't be, but like, yeah, her name is an acronym, and she she's has absolutely related. She's to absolutely Fang, everybody's favorite Final Fantasy V villain. All right, very exciting, very cool. Yeah. Can't have a Street Fighter Three or Final Fight character in here. We got to have this fucked up weirdo. <laughs> Great, but at least we're getting fan favorite Ed after that. Yeah, and then, yeah. Ed is kind of cool yeah. though. At least we're getting Akuma at the end of the season. Let's yeah, just say yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, season two. Yeah, uh, Connell Wood says the I can fix her crowd. Uh, Say Jam, that's what Say Jam said when she was revealed. Say Jam said it, and then he was like, "I've seen the crowd. Some of y'all, some of y'all are like, I can fix her. No, you can't. You can do better." So, fun announcements at Evo. I had a great time playing, even though I got bodied. Uh, It was a great experience, and I'm happy I could bring the news back to y'all. All right. Well, thank you very much, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Let me just finish this email because I was totally paying attention. <laughs> Incredible. I, we can hear you typing, by the way. We knew. You I knew. I wasn't going to say email, anything. All right. So let's just let's all uh, just recognize for a second that man's doing work. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, Mike, I got some super chats here for my friends that I want you to read. All right, here we go. From Darachi. Working late, so thanks for the podcast. Love you, boys. You're welcome. Hey, shout out to Darachi. Baba is me, says, feeling... Uh, Baldur's Gate 
three promo. <laughs> so I, mean, I read BG3 as like Battlegrounds 3. No. <laughs> I have an older laptop with 2070 low power card and an SD. Is PC that much better that it's worth building one? Thank you, boys. I mean, everything is definitely perspective to if you can afford it. I think if you can afford it, yes, you should build a good gaming PC. Yeah. Um, gaming laptops have gotten a lot better over the years. They still suck in a lot of ways. <laughs> like they do. Uh, uh, build one. If you got a PS5 and it's just for Bob Baldur's Gate 3, you could probably safely just wait for the PlayStation 5 version. Oh, Grog says, man, this Mike guy is a good guest host. You should bring <laughs> him in full time to the Jeff Grubb game mess starring Jeff Grubb. Jeff. I'll, I'll consider it. Grug. Don't don't put a big head on his shoulders. Dr. Ryan says, what's your hottest quake take? Um, I think well, we, we, people were, I think, getting a little upset with us about like the, like in the sci-fi stuff over the gothic stuff, I think. So that's pretty hot. Is it hot? Is it some some like it hot, Jeff? But all right, oh, then. Fair enough. Big Jimbo Ryan says, have you seen Guptill 89's video on Hannes Sonic characters? It's outdated because of the IDW comics adding Whisper in IMO. <laughs> But he makes some good points. Uh, Jimbo, tell me who number four is on the list, please. Yeah, Jim, uh, give us give us some ideas there about what else is happening on that list. I haven't watched that yet, but I'll, I'll add it to the watch later right now. AU Peekaboo says, hello, Mitch, Toon Freak Minotti, and Jeff Goonfreak Grub. Have you played the seminal PlayStation Classic Parasite Eve? Good story. Ghost Places? No, but I want to, especially ever since I played through Resident Evil 1 on PlayStation 1 not too long ago. I was like, I should play other games like this uh, now, finally. And Parasite Eve is definitely high on that list for me. Yeah, Parasite Eve was always one that, like, from uh, a Nintendo 64 fanboy's perspective, perspective, was like, well, that looks like the next big thing after Final Fantasy VII. That must be a huge deal. And then so I assumed everyone played it, and apparently apparently, not many people did. I played that game. It's weird. It gets weird. I, I don't know if it holds up still, like, because the I just read the novel. I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, good shit. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you get, it Robert, gets weird, and the the combat is weird. So you gotta. Well, the combat's cool. It's basically the isn't it the combat that we later get in Vagrant Story, right? Yes, Ooh, but Vagrant Story. That's the air video game. Flesh out us in that game. It's a little oh, bit yeah. more clunky, and it looks weird, and it feels weird. So you're a little clunky. Uh, Robert Muno says, <laughs> sending a thank you. I went through some intensive dental work. Listen to Game Us each time to keep my mind off the awful things happening in my mouth. Thanks for keeping me calm and entertained. Remnant Two is. Nope, no, Christian, you're not allowed to chime back in because he mentioned Remnant 2. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> really appreciate it. Yeah, sure. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Good luck, Robert. I hope that uh, I hope that we can keep your mind off of things, and I hope you get better real fast. Yeah. Good luck with your mouth. Absolutely. Shigeru Miyamoto says, God, I made so much money from the Mario movie with my cool friend Chris Pratt and all the suckers that bought Zelda. Spend this money in the Nintendo commissary losers. <laughs> oh, man. You can get a... You can get a Game Boy uh, Micro, Game Boy Advance Micro that has the cartridge wielded shut and only has oh, yeah. what, what game would be in there? What game would they put in there in the prison? In the micro? Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's Zoop? Zoop. Oh, be rough. Fucking Zoop's a good pull, though. That, <laughs> Zoop feels like the game you get in prison. Holy shit. Mono Wood says, Mike, any 30XX impressions? Yes, I was playing a bit of it before uh, earlier today really liking it i think it's a ton of fun if the idea of Mega Man x but roguelike sounds good to you you should be at least looking at it asap i think you'll like it i think we're going to try to put together a quick look jeff yep 
Yeah, Mike was talking to me about that, and I think it's a good idea. So we'll look at that soon. That's two-player co-op. Ooh, we will play it soon, then. I also want to show it off single-player, though, so that people can see how good I am, though. Of course, yeah. Because I'm very good at it. Uh, oh, yeah. Diego RP says, Mike, after your amazing Pac impersonation, could you give us an L.A. night? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 mine always it comes out a little bit singing, and he does it. It's not singing when he does it. He goes, through, yeah. There I, it is, there. I, I, in my mind, it's definitely two syllables. I don't know if that's correct or not. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. To me, it's like, it's, not, it's like an orbit. Like, he's orbiting around the word. Yeah. I love that. that. That's one of my favorite, like, starts of an entrance song, that, like, robot voice, L.A. Night. I like that. Yeah. L.A. Night more is like a uh... dying E.T. when I did it. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> but that's pretty cool, too, though, Mike. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Song, but... All the kids love it when when E.T. was dying. When E.T. fucking died. <laughs> when he fucking just croaked. <laughs> People, like, just that, cheered. That was, um, the, that was the name of the script for the uh, unmade sequel. E.T. fucking <laughs> dies. Just fucking dies. Uh, L.A. Knight is a, a pretty fun wrestler. They, uh, yeah. And people are like, oh, he's just copying the rock. Kevin Nash, like, he's just copying the rock and Steve, Steve Austin. Like, if you can copy those guys, you right. do it. Like, of I course, love, if you can pull it off. I love Kevin Nash 99% of the time. That was a take I did. Yes, Kevin Nash, exactly. I'm the exact same way. Kevin Nash, very cool guy. Tri Wolf says, Jeff, making everyone start talking about how they hate Hollow Knight now has destroyed Discord. I, I can't believe this, but I agree thing. with Mike. Yeah, you, there was a big fight on Discord. I Everybody used to be never. friends, and now they're not, and it's your fault. I never, I never encourage this. I can't. Like, I'll discourage I still, it. I, I don't, if you I don't like Hollow Knight, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know how to harp on this. I don't want to harp on this. I just don't get it. I don't get how. I just I'm not asking for you really to say anything. I'm not asking for you to say anything. I just can't believe that anybody who likes the Castlevania Metroidvania games just doesn't like Hollow Knight. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's just the same thing, but like like better in some ways, or at least just different in some ways, but in any substantial ways that you could go from, these are my favorite games to, I don't even like this. It's just uh, it's not possible. It's just I, I don't, not possible. Have I ever said I don't like it? Uh, maybe right. I didn't. I well, maybe I'm projecting onto Dan now, but yeah. Uh, Epinata Eater says, thanks for all the great podcasts and streams. I'm planning to build my first PC at the end of the month. Any tips slash things you wish you would have known? I'll let you tackle that one, Jeff. Uh, you, I mean, listen, it, the, it's, it, it's no secret. Buy the best video card you can afford. Like, that is where your, your budget should go. The best video card you can afford, and then everything else, make it make sense from there. Uh, As a big know. idiot, it turns out that you you have to kind of build around that, though. Like, your mo certain motherboards and certain power supplies are needed for specific CPUs and exactly. graphic cards. Exactly. Yes, you work backwards from there. Make sure make sure that you have a decent amount of overhead on your PSU, your power supply. Because, uh, you know, you might upgrade one day, and then your shit might be crashing. You're like, why is this crashing? Yeah. It's make sure you got a big enough case that you can upgrade, too, because that shit keeps getting bigger. Yep, and then uh, I, I just don't get too fancy. Uh, get the stuff that people recommend. Go to PC Part Picker. If it all lines up, usually the things that have the most ratings and the highest rating are the right choice. Um, but, you know, uh, you can look out for sales right now for SSDs. And then um, maybe don't go with DDR5 RAM even quite yet. Like, you're fine with DDR4 RAM for now. So that's that. There you go. And um, a... a uh, the the new generation of of uh, ssds and stuff uh, that are like oh you know this is going to be the really fast SSD. you don't need that either so save your money on those things lots of leds though those are important yes steph tendo says can you do a draft for worst games between you two um i feel like we have so much more to learn about the worst video games jeff yeah our journey's just only started. just really begun yeah Someday. it's a lot 
the lifelong curse that we are wearing. So I mean, uh, you realize we keep this up like within five years, we will be authorities on like the worst video games. It's exciting stuff, huh? Yeah, we're and it's going to happen because, again, it's a lifelong curse. It sure is. Uh, that's different. Super Chester for now. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, everybody. We're going to take a quick break, a quick break. When we get back, we are going to decide the best games of I mean, it's just 1998. Yeah, small year, probably. Yeah, not probably won't be won't take too long. Uh, We'll be right back after this. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. Unfortunately, doing a podcast still. Best game in 1998. Best five games in 1998. That should be easy. In order. Just save it down to nine, not just five games from that year. Um, Mike, 1998 is yeah. a pretty, pretty action, pretty busy year. A lot of good games. Um, I've been thinking about this one's going to be tough because I didn't get back around to actually playing Ocarina of the Time. So I'm going to be going on my like old memory of that. I'm not sure where I even place it anymore. Uh, but I don't know. Where do we start with this year? Okay, I mean, there's. Let me say like the two big console ones here. There's one PlayStation One, uh, Nintendo sixty four, Metal Gear Solid, and Ocarina of Time. Those are kind of the two of the first games I think of when I think about nineteen ninety eight. And part of why nineteen ninety eight was so ridiculous was that we got these two big games that were very clearly amazing very clearly representing the future of gaming like immediately and it came out like the same month i remember both of them were in the same issue of egm being reviewed that month right I remember just mm-hmm. like reading it's like man these both these games are apparently uh the best games ever that's incredible yes it was uh, it, it's like almost shocking sometimes like, to, like oh yeah those were happening at the exact same time and they define gaming for me in a lot of ways so uh, especially on the console side of things. I mean, honestly, like, and then Half-Life happening on PC. So you, said, you said Metal Gear and, and Ocarina of Time, right? Yeah, and then Half-Life also. Did you, were you doing a Google Doc, by the way? I am. I, I have it ready to go. I'm, I'll bring it up here in a second. I just want to uh, kind of get us the conversation okay, started. Okay, sorry. No, it's okay. There it is. But yeah, I mean, that's the other other one. Like, in the meanwhile, on PC, you have Half-Life, which is another incredibly important, obviously, uh, the future of video games. So those three seem like very easy ones to shout out and i do feel like almost everything else is maybe 
one tier below that, but maybe not even though. There's a lot of other I really mean, are, big important yes. games. I, I mean, here's the thing. I think we could very easily say the next two games, and then that's the list. So maybe why don't, why don't can we do some longer shots first? You know what's funny? I just noticed now. Uh, Boulder's Gate. <laughs> Nineteen ninety eight. Nineteen ninety eight. Yes, Jeez, that's incredible. Uh, um, here's here's my longer shot, Mike. Uh, Banjo Kazooie, a three D platformer I like quite a lot. Yeah, plenty of years where this would be a top five. I think absolutely. Many Very of the like, ninety six and ninety seven easily would have been definitely, in the top five. Definitely the best three D platformer from this era. That's not just Mario sixty four. Yes, by, by, by a mile, by a mile. No, I mean, like Crash Bandicoot, but I, I know how you feel about it. Crash 3 also this year, by the way, I think. Well, good, luck, good luck to you, Crash 3. Sorry, Warped. Uh, um, no, I mean, Banjo-Kazooie better than all other 3D platformers except for Mario by a mile. It's very, very good. Uh, and yet, that thing you said about being a tier below those other games, I think you're probably still right about that. Uh, so I'm, I'm putting it up there uh, for now. Uh, but I, here's the thing. I know that you have, there's one that you have uh, a torch for. Yep. You, should we, I mean, we got to, because I, I, I think it's unlikely that this list happens without that game being up there. I have a giant torch for Grim Fandango. For a lot of time, I would call it my favorite game ever. Right. Mega Man 3 kind of snuck up there now, Final Fantasy 14, but it's still always going to be very, very high up there for me. I think it's, you know, LucasArts, was just releasing all these incredible adventure games, and it really just peaked with Grim Fandango from Tiff Schaefer with this incredible setting, this Day of the Dead style, these just incredibly sharp writing. And yeah, like all those games, funny, but was also able to really capture the kind of pulp Casablanca style yeah. vibe that it was going for, not doing it in an ironic way, like actually being able to capture that really well there's still something very magical about grim Fandango, even though it's a game where i know the solutions i know what everyone's gonna say i've played through it like over 10 times by now it's ridiculous how just quality that game is this shouldn't be a long shot let me just say it I, no, no. i'm not gonna get the wave race treatment here i should though 1080 snowboarding um Boy, any other year, I, I'm not even gonna like pretend it's not gonna be on there. I would be, I would just put it on there because I'm gonna control the list, and that would be it. Uh, 1998's different, uh, so it is on the long shot list for now. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, to me the uh, there um, every other snowboarding game got so much wrong compared to what 1080 snow, t t yeah, 1080. So I almost said 1080p snowboarding. 1080 snowboarding. Uh, 1080 snowboarding understands that it's it is about it's about the carving. But it, it's also about like the difficulty once you're in the air and actually actually making tricks feel like a feat. And um, that is a game that is so easy to get into. Moving through that world is is a joy. Uh, the the interaction between the snowboard and the snow is accurate to how, like it's poetically accurate. Like it feels the way you imagine it feels when you when when you remember snowboarding. Um, then you try to do a 1080. And it's something that you have to practice and practice and practice because it is like a fight fighting game input. And it all needs to happen in this small window when you're in the air. And the joy of actually pulling that off, something I've only done a couple of times in my life. And I always imagine my, I'm going to go back and practice and get, be able to do that again. Um, it is so ecstatic. You feel so amazing because you're like, I learned how to do this thing and pulled it off. And it looks so cool. Um, 
yeah 1080 uh, snowboarding is a special a special game uh it's just 1998 is so jam-packed 1998 we'll is rough i mean how about this jeff uh you know because we do u.s releases Pokemon Red and Blue came out in the U.S. in 1998. Yeah. It was just the biggest deal ever. Uh, like, I was so primed and ready to just get fully absorbed by that. And I got absorbed by it. I mean, the whole Pokemon thing. But I played so much of my copy of Pokemon Red. I basically memorized the strategy guy. Like, you could tell me. You can say a Pokemon's name. I would tell you. Like there's that I would tell you like what level they learned their best moves. Stuff like that. I just would just read that thing religiously. I was just so incredibly into it. And obviously, you know, Pokemon, we're still talking about. Guess what our last podcast was all about last time. Still just I'm talking about Pokemon after all these years. Yep. Um, Mark, Mike, are we going to put Resident Evil 2 on this list? Gosh, it's a, it's very good. I wish I have, pl- you know, my experience with the original Resident Evil is 2 isn't amazing it's recently i went back and played resident evil one the original and loved it right too it's just supposed to be a better version it is just another wow i can't believe how ridiculously good this year is maybe an importance factor is not quite there because it is just a refined maybe better version of resident evil one uh for a long time probably considered the best in that series until you had resident evil 4 come out i think another very good game i don't know again 1998 is just so ridiculous. It's it's hard to say. Um, kind of similar in that vein, and in that tier is F Zero X. Yeah, it is in that tier as well. It's like it is um, such a, it, you know, it's the fastest game on N sixty four. Like in terms of like you know, that sixty frames per second was actually relatively rare on N sixty four, and so you got a game that prioritized that, and then and then it's like it knew well we're, if we're going to have that, we need to make sure we pair it up with that sense of speed and. Uh, it, it's exhilarating um, when you have all the when you're passing all those other vehicles on those uh, uh, very simple tracks, but it didn't really matter because you're going so fast that the polygons just moving past your face at that speed added this sense of like your your imagination fills in those gaps. And so uh, I like the way it looks. I like the way it played. I really like F Zero X a lot. Uh, but again, tough year. Wait, a, f- a few fighting games that came out like uh, uh, Street Fighter Alpha Three, I believe. Uh, x-men versus straight fighter king of fighters 98 i think the big one here is actually going to be tekken 3 i think is actually that's came out yeah, yeah tekken 3 is the US. fantastic it's fantastic it's very very good game even i know i'm not a big tekken guy it's so obviously the best one of those yep. that you could play on a playstation maybe even anywhere i know was, you know i held a torch for virtual fighter for a while as we now Same. it's when i want to go play Maybe it's Tekken 3, actually. Yeah, and uh, Tekken 3 was the time when um, PlayStation was hitting uh, uh, the mainstream in a really hard way. It was like the pop culture, uh, like object of power. And so people from all walks of life were getting into video games. And Tekken 3 was just waiting for them. Like, here's your fighting game. And it's like my older brothers were playing Tekken. They never played fighting games. It just was everywhere. And uh, that appeal was obvious in the game and then it just was this really refined take on an already good fighting game series um this is probably the peak for tekken uh, at least that an early peak for tekken um I, you know tag tournament was great in a lot of ways but t- for me tekken 3 was the, the high yeah mark. i am so happy that ridge racer type 4 although it came out in december 1990 in japan didn't come out in the u.s until 1999 <laughs> that's really 
Uh, a couple big RPG. Oh, there's a big one here. I'll there is a big a one. There's a big one. I just saw. I wonder. I wonder how you like. If it's, uh, let's is this do it right now. Played? Okay, sweep it into. Oh, interesting. Okay, that actually also gets saved because uh, 1998 in Japan. Oh, but it's okay. 99. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right then. Well, so then what? What are you thinking then? Well, I, I, it's not even RPG because I just saw this and we realized. Man, oh God. Uh, yeah. Starcraft. Yeah, so that's one. I that's the uh, that's the one that I was like, if we say StarCraft and then Grim Fandango, the list is done. I think, uh, but I don't know. Well, look, people have already people have yelled us yelled at us on other lists for maybe glo- not glossing over, but snubbing RTS a little bit. But like, it continues for me a little bit. Jeff and the engines. I'm not a giant RTS guy. I am usually so good, by the way, about liking pretty much every genre out there. Right, so, so yeah. I don't want to get too much guff for it, but RTS is one. I mean, I just never am super attached to. But man, StarCraft is big. Man, yeah. it's important. Uh, it still is like it does hit in a way, right? Like I get it with StarCraft. Yeah, and it's uh, I, I get it as well. I, at that time, I had chosen Command and Conquer, and that's what I spent my time with, uh, uh, in, like through those years. Uh, so I was like, oh, yeah, I see StarCraft happening. And boy, that looks even bigger than what's happening over here. But um, I missed out on it. A couple of uh, RPGs that did come out in 1998, even in the I remember, US. I'm, I get it now. Final Fantasy Tactics, is that? Uh, That's actually, no, that would have been 97, believe it or not. Xenogears, oh, though. Okay. People love Xenogears. Yeah, they do. People but talk I mean... about that all the time still. I never quite got into Xenogears as, as much as these people. I mean, is that the one where you last... kill God? Oh, that's a lot of them. But yes, uh, <laughs> this is the one though where like the game's kind of unfinished at the end, so they just sort of start like showing text and you fight some bosses, which people describe that to me. I'm like, you still love this game even with that giant flaw? And they're like, oh yeah. So, Xeno Gears, people still talk about it. It means a lot to people. Uh, so that's fine. Uh, obviously, not very many people have played this game. Panzer Dragon Saga came out in 19. 19- 98 that's interesting uh, probably the I've, last saturn game we'll ever talk about yeah but i played that uh i didn't play all the way through but i uh i enjoyed the eight hours or five hours probably that, that i put into that it's that's a good game it's a very cool game yeah i think it's very cool um, um oh god Gran turismo is 1998 and then the u.s that's messed up yikes uh yeah uh i don't know and at this like it, this list is already so i mean here let me put some of those on there Gran Turismo. Um, what were some of the other ones? Starcraft. Starcraft's a big one. Yes. Nino Gears, but it's funny to see the games that like sold really well back then and now like you know, Tomb Raider 3, right? Who talks about Tomb Raider 3 anymore? Yep. I do I do not. Now, uh Unreal was nineteen ninety eight. Remember Unreal? Uh yes I do, yeah. I do wish it would get a remaster treatment like we just got with Quake 2. It'd be fun to see Unreal guzzied up a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think... I think see if there's anything else I missed. Yeah, I think that's a... Why don't we look to our community now, see what they say. Maybe they'll point out some things we've missed. We'll get an idea yeah. which ones they're really excited about. Yep, just give me a second to get that set up. Let's just take a moment. Uh, Chat was right, Mike. Uh, Tactics is 98 in the U.S. Really? Yep. Oh, shit. They were almost, yeah, they were like six months apart. It was a huge gap. Okay. A huge gap. Uh, final. Thing. Well, for back then, you know. Sure, I know, I know, I know. That's uh, it. I think that's lined up. 
Uh, okay, well, while you reconcile with that new fact, uh, Yakuza Wolf says Metal Gear redefined the way story would be stories would be told in gaming and has impacted the industry in ways that can still be felt to today. Uh, while the gameplay hasn't held up the best, it's still better than Twin Snakes, and that has to count for something. Um, yeah, I, I still like playing Metal Gear Solid One. I, I, I know people say that's an age grab. Like, I don't know. This I think that's a that's a complete lie. I think it's aged incredibly well. Yeah. Uh, I think it's. I think it makes advantage of being a PlayStation One game maybe better than any PlayStation One game. It makes that PlayStation One aesthetic just absolutely sing. And when you try to do things to make it like modern, like a, add a first person mode, like they did, or first person aiming, like they did in Twin Snakes, it breaks the game because it's not designed for that. It's designed to work with this top down yep. perspective, mostly in mind, and it just it works so well. I played through this game multiple times throughout the years. I it's never felt aged to me. I love it. I can't wait to play it again when that collection comes out. Uh, Alex Wolf says, Ocarina of Time is my first game ever and clearly the best Zelda game ever, even without my nostalgic obsession. Damn good game. Uh, Beef Hammer says some scrambled words. I can't read Crash Bandicoot 3. Uh, <laughs> Hospice game, says, Pokemon Red and Blue, incredible core formula remade a bunch of times in the first 151 are still beloved. Uh, Jet Wolf says, Grim Fandango. Rock Party says, Starcraft. Wolf just McBasketball says Ocarina of Time, Milgar Solid, Starcraft, Brood Wars, Banjo Kazooie. This should be the list. Flabotron says Half Life was the first grown up video game I played after I bought my first gaming magazine in late 1997. What an opening. The German version had robots instead of Marines because that was the height of video games caused violence craze over here. Um, he mentioned Starcraft as well as in Metal Gear Solid. Uh, Razzle Jazzle says, just went to the 1998 Video Games Wikipedia page to refresh my memory, and hot damn what a loaded year this is. Of the games I don't yet see posted in this thread, I'm going to shout out 1080 Snowboarding and Spyro the Dragon, one we didn't mention, Mike. Do you, how do you feel about Spyro? Spyro this year. Spyro is 1998. That's insane. That's a, that is a very good game. I do like Spyro one, because I, you know, I replayed that uh, in that remake form. It was a very good remake, but those are pretty literal remakes. Yep. And I played it back then, too. It's definitely the best PlayStation one that are trying to do more of yes, the it did. free area. Yes, it's, it's, a, it's a very good PlayStation 3D yeah. platformer. It's and they gave, it, pretty simple, but it's still very good. But they did a good job giving Spyro a fun set of abilities. His yep. tackle, his dash, that stuff all feels good. He's a that's a good character. I like the way he looks. I the agree. design is very sharp. It's yeah, that's just it, it's, it's this year is so good that a big, good game like Spyro the Dragon I, I just forgot that it was this year. It's insane. Let's see. Uh, Slane says, nobody talks about this game anymore, but Shogo Mobile Armor Division ruled. Shogo. I don't know what that is. Man, I don't know about Shogo. Uh, for some reason, that game captivated me as a kid. I played through it a lot. There are just normal human shooter sections, but there are First sections. shooter developed by Monolith Productions. Hmm. Interesting. Might be one. Of, uh, there's like multiple monoliths, though. This is the monolith that yeah, made. I was, uh, I was trying to figure out which This monolith. is the current monolith, though. This is the Middle Earth Shadow of War monolith. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the Vias Wolf 5 says Tim Schafer released a game, so obviously it should be on the top five. Grim Fandango game of the year. Uh, Big Tony says Resident Evil 2. Fusion says Half Life. Uh, let's see. Benji Wolf says Ocarina of Time, baby. Uh, Ronnie Von Donkensteiner says Bomberman Hero. I do kind of like Bomberman Hero, which I was supposed to be a bonk game or something else at first, and they just made it Bomberman, so that's why it plays very Wait, different. Oh, from is the this Bomberman really only a one player game? game? Yeah, it's yeah, because it wasn't meant to be a barman game, but it's actually kind of a lot of fun. 
I it's more, it is much I, more of like a 3D platformer action I think game. I rented it, but I don't remember a single thing about it. I should, I should check that. It was meant to be a, a bonk game. game. That could be cool. It was bonk or something. It was definitely meant to be something else. I forget if it was bonk or something. It might have just been straight up bonk, though. Uh, Rumham says Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, Boppers Gate 3 says not to throw shade at some of these submissions. But as much as I love Pokemon, do not let nostalgia blind you from the fact that Red and Blue are literally broken and are riddled with glitches and bugs. And it's had two remakes to skew the perception of the original games. It's a good Mount Rushmore pick for its importance, but a bad game of the year pick for its technical downfalls as an actual game. I don't know. I don't remember experiencing anything like that. I mean, there are bugs, it. but a lot of it is like like missing no. People did stumble upon missing no. Some did, yeah. but we all did that because we learned about it, and it was fun to stumble across that bug. Uh, there are other games with bugs, like uh, what the evasion stat just doesn't work in Final Fantasy 3 on Super Nintendo, right? But who cares? So, uh, I'm going to have to start because we're getting a lot of repeats now. So I'm going to try to pick out some things that stick out. Kafka Wolf says uh, Spiral of the Dragon. Uh, Fio says Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, uh, Wolfie G just wants to get an we wanted to Where, Werewolves London. Uh, Octo says Grim Fandango. Uh, Visions, uh, Vision says Thief. Thief. Is I, Thief I, the Dark Project this year? Yeah, check out. Wow, that. look at that. So it's uh, Rogue Squadron, but Rogue Squadron gets completely overshadowed by Rogue Leader for me later. Uh, but Thief the Dark Project, very cool game. That's a game I actually put up for a pull in the game S game code because I want to go back to it. I think until in some ways it still does that kind of stealth thing better than modern games uh, do. Thief was really cool it deserves a shout out for sure uh breadfish uh created the game mess logo inside of starcraft do you want to uh, gaze over real quick? actually yeah, yeah really i'm taking a look um thank you that's see. amazing breadfish thank you i like that a lot uh more a lot more ocarina of times a lot more metal gears uh uh bugadillo says easy game of the year goes to quest 64 wow uh and he has a picture here of a looks like a really old computer monitor or something playing Quest 64 uh, with a bush beer and then a salad like mixing bowl with like eight, nine, ten copies of Quest 64 in there. Incredible. It is incredible. What a feast. Screaming Madden says, since Madden will surely get robbed again, Madden NFL 95, 99 getting the sub this time, I'll echo, echo my support for Banjo-Kazooie. Um, let's see. A lot of Banjo Kazooie love. Of course, it's a very, very, very good game. Very good game. Uh, uh, for a while, see. I admit I didn't get it. Actually, I, I didn't come around and like be like, okay, I get it. Until Rare Replay came out, I think. It's um the rare art style. It has to grow on you a little bit. It does a little bit, doesn't it? I mean, yes. But I think back then I was like, well, this just isn't as good as Mario sixty four. So what do I care? Sure. And now yeah, I'm able yeah. to move past that. Right now it's like, oh, this is better than every other three D platformer. Right. Including That's Crash impressive. Three warped. Uh, let's see. The former bo the former Boomer Wolf Four uh, was mentions Red and Blue. Uh, Tekken Three from Doctor Ryan. To Matt Rare Monkey. Oh, Fallout Two and Baldur's Gate from Matt Rare, Rare Monkey as well. Some others that were, uh, we've had before, but Fallout Two probably another one that we, we're not gonna. I don't know. I never played no, Fallout Two. No, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't. And uh, I and I haven't played. I didn't beat either of them. I think generally people just like Fallout 1 more than Fallout 2. Maybe I'm making that I know up, people but... love Fallout. I do know yeah. that, yes. Um, let's see. Always Be Clothing says, I'm not going to pander to Mike Grim Fandango Minotti. That's your mistake. I'm going to ride the Metal Gear Solid bandwagon instead. Uh, Cass Bunker says Ocarina of Time. Uh, Benchwolf says Gex. Enter the Gecko. 
would this be the 2D one or is this the first 3D one? Uh, I don't know. It's that has to be. It has to be the uh, a 3D gotta, one. I would. I'm assuming it's 3D. 98 has to be incredible. We'll, we'll um, be able to check it out soon. Right? We'll be able to see for ourselves how that's sewed up. Yeah, PlayStation. That's the uh, first 3D one. Uh, let's see. I think uh, Wong Gifts here is saying Parasite Eve, the actual best game of 1998. 1998 it didn't come out in the UK though. And he was stuck playing B Body Harvest. So. Oh my God! Paras is Paras Parasite Eve is 1998. So is uh, Medi Medieval Radiant Silver Gun. Whoa! Is this true? The original Dance Dance Revolution came out in 1999. Uh, oh. Can we put that on there? No, not in North America, 1999. Okay. okay. All right. True. Uh, American Dragon 98 says Shining Force Three Scenario One, Panzer Dragoon Saga, Ocarina of Time, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, Dan Park, uh, the beta says, uh, bravo. I don't know. I don't know my letters like that. Hello, Jeff, the Chris Cornell of gaming grub. And I'll take it. And Mike, the Donald Duck of gaming, Minotti, almost sure. certainly. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the series that revolutionized fighting gets its third installment on May 1st, 1998. 1998 was an explosion for this, the series needed. Let's talk about Tekken 3. Uh, here's one that I was going to say, but I know it's, I'll have much better hope getting its sequel on to a list like this eventually. Uh, Jethrin says, my favorite game this year is definitely Star Wars Rogue Squadron, which is yeah. very good. Sorry, I like Rogue Leader so much more. I know. I get what well, I mean. Rogue Leader is like just so such a gorgeous looking game. I think and Rogue Leader will have a shot. Yes. Rogue I remember will Rogue Squadron. Maybe I just wasn't good enough yet. I remember having a hard time with Rogue Squadron, especially those missions where it was like, protect this caravan. Yeah, the, 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 um, God, what are those missions called? Now I'm blanking. Escort missions. Escort, yeah, escort missions. Uh, escort missions are rough. They were rough. They were rough in that game. They're rough in every game. Uh, Gerber says Panzer Dragon Saga as well. Uh, yes, and then well, you know, he says Panzer Dragon Saga is genuinely really good, and it's a shame more people, not not more people played it. Still, well, re relatively approachable, fifteen to twenty hours at the point where JRPGs were starting to become fifty plus hour epics. Six Inch, my darling, warrants a mention for that name alone. Haven't played it. Looks like one of those yeah. Phoenix Wright pervert games. Nice. Man, Me Skirt Mega Man. Man Legends did, in fact, come out in the U.S. in 1998. Wow. Another very good game. Probably doesn't really have a shot here, I'm afraid. Uh, Teriyaki Blues says Space Station Silicon Valley. Um, I never Turbo quite got that one. I yeah, I never one. really even played it. Uh, I never really even tried it. I know it, I would confuse it with... Um, was the other one with the funky name back right then, right there was two of them yes yeah but uh space station silicon and B body harvest body harvest Bo body har yes and, and i would mix would, those would... two up constantly yes. uh nick turbo talks about how he wasn't born and then he says he played banjo kazooie eventually on xbox 360 and he's like that's a top five game in 1998 uh lenny cool dick denver says aside from ocarina of time f-zero x deserves it um, almost here to the end. Edwards says Bomberman Hero, Service Game, Tekken 3, and NFL Blitz. Two for Bomberman Hero. Good on Bomberman hey, uh, Hero. Edward specifically says the soundtrack alone. Um, oh. Christian okay. says The King of Fighters 98. Uh, Isaac Clark says a NASCAR 99. Are you sure EA Christian Sports. just said King of Fighters 98 and didn't yell at us for, uh, you know, since he knows we're not going to put it on there? It's in all caps, so... Okay, so he's up. He is mad. Okay, yes, yes, definitely. Yes, the fight in 98, goddammit. Well, there he is. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's see if there's anything else worth calling out here. Uh, eventually, Turboshan does say, can you humor me for like five seconds, Mega Man Legends? One. 
It's my wait, favorite wait. game, at least for in the honorable oh, mentions, please. Fine. Fine. Look, I, it is very fun. I like Meg Miller a lot. Legends, one, two, three, four, five. I just want to see his name out there. there Thank you. There you go. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Metal Gear right. Solid, Zelda Ocarina of Time, Half-Life. These are locks for the top five games from 1998. Oh, yeah. On the short Super list, locked. and let me know if I'm missing anything, Grim Fandango, Banjo-Kazooie, 1080 Snowboarding, Pokemon Red and Blue. What? Resident Evil 2, F-Zero X, Tekken 3, Gran Turismo, StarCraft, Xenogears. I'm going to put... Now look, Jeff, I, you know I want Griffithing on the list. I, I don't want him to be... I don't want him, you to just be like, yeah, sure. And then later when people complain about the list, be like, well, I No, 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 I'm not going to do no. Okay, well, Grim Fandango, one of the first things I think I ever heard you say is it's one of your favorite... It's like your favorite game of all time. And you have not wavered from that other than say Mega Man 3 has jumped above that. You still love Grand, uh, Grand Bandago is going to get a pass on that. Okay. You're not, I'm not going to be like, oh, Mike forced me. Uh, I, I don't um, I don't have a game like that other than 1080 snowboarding on this list. And 1080 snowboarding, we can go check my top 100. I don't think it was in like my top 20. Maybe it was in my top 30. Okay. Maybe not even. Um, so, yeah, it's it, I, I, the, you're going to get like your darling on on a list like this. I think I would, too, but I, I don't have a darling like that for 1998. Well, let's OK, let's do this. So those 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 three locks, let's figure that out and then we'll figure out well, who's getting kind of this fifth spot, I guess. Um, Yeah, I. I okay, th- let me put it first. Metal Gear Solid and Ocarina of Time. Let me do that. OK, uh, so wait, is that your proposal? Metal Gear Solid and Ocarina of Time? Or what? No, I'm saying, what do you think? Uh, I. Uh, you know, again, at the time, it would have been Ocarina of Time easy. These days, I think I'd probably go Metal Gear Solid. I think Metal Gear Solid is the best game of the best year. Well, it's not my favorite game because it's good for Tango, but <laughs> Metal Gear Solid is so undeniable to me. Uh, I think, you know, again, I want to play that version of the game still, whereas with Ocarina of Time, I'm like, I don't want to play that on the 64 anymore. I'll play that 3DS version. Fine. Thank you. Uh, obviously, Ocarina of Time is Ocarina of Time. Still a ton of fun, even though for some reason I don't have like this place in my heart for it the way I do some of my other favorite Zelda games. It's undeniable. It's an undeniable game. Uh, and I will put Ocarina of Time before Half-Life. I will uh, say I like Half-Life a lot. Having replayed Half-Life, that game is definitely strongest in the first half when you are just kind of absorbed in a game doing environmental storytelling for one of the first times ever. And that's neat. Uh, and then it also what starts off, it feels a lot more survival horror, which is to the game's benefit. And then later on, it does kind of just become more of another shooter of the time, just a really well-made one. And that's fine. But like Half-Life does kind of do this, you know, Metal Gear Solid and Ocarina of Time or just like start here and they yes. kind of just maintain well, and they like expand on themselves in major ways. In uh, fact, I, maybe you can quick, I, go above Half Life. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I put uh, Einhander on here as one B. I don't even think Einhander came out in 1998. <laughs> I think it's actually last year we forgot to say anything about yeah, Einhander, but, still, but we love. Be Jeff, look, we've been yelled at about Einhander before. I remember? love Einhander. Uh, I love, 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 love Great Einhander. game. Yes, People, yes. They, they're wrong, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. That's the boomer pick, isn't it? Okay, yeah. Uh, Einander's fantastic. Um, I, I, I think Metal Gear Solid's going to be number one. I think Zelda is definitely number two. Um, let's uh, put the numbers on the outside here. Uh, I, I mean, if if you, I would like to move Half Life down because I think it's seminal, important, and not as fun as a lot of other games on this list. 
Grand Fandango number three, Half Life number four, and now it is a, fight, a deadly <laughs> fight for number. Uh, here, here's five. my proposal: uh, Panzer Dragoon Saga for number five. Mm, no, I really like it a lot. Um, I, and I think it's it's like a no. It's it's just such a good fun RPG from that time when so many others are going in the wrong direction. But I mean, what do you want to put up there then? Okay, so my heart would be Pokemon Red and Blue. My brain and maybe even my conscience, my conscience, my guilt says it should probably be Tekken 3 or StarCraft. Uh, okay, I, I can give you Tekken 3. I don't know if I want to just like put StarCraft on there because we feel bad. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I want to do that. I don't do Guilt. Yeah, guilt well, number okay. five. Banjo-Kazooie is also in that category. I mean, I'll take Banjo-Kazooie if I can get it. You'll take it if you can get it. Um, yeah, I mean, I would love to get Banjo-Kazooie on this list. Um, but Tekken 3 is very, very, very good. Tekken 3 is... I mean, you, didn't, you, you haven't talked a lot about, like, why you don't care much about StarCraft. I would like to hear a little bit more about uh, well, why I mean, you don't want on the list. I mean, it, it's just, uh, like I said, I, I was playing something else at the time, and I didn't need to, to like, go be like, oh, well, I'm going to play a different RTS now. It's like, no, I already have my Command and & Conquers, and and um, and then, yeah, I, I played StarCraft a little bit, and I also I also played StarCraft 64, a completely different like, experience, although I had fun with StarCraft 64 playing with friends on split screen. That was stupid and, yeah, wild. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. At this point, it's one of those things that's like its appeal has fizzled on me over time, and it was never that appealing to me in the first place. This is a personal feeling about it. It's not like I am sure. lambasting the judgment that it's some, of course, it's an important big game. These are all important big games uh, in yeah. one way or another. It's I very mean, difficult. I, I get StarCraft being up there is like probably was the one that looks right. Is that what we're doing here, though? I don't know. Tekken three can look right. Also, I will I will say Pedro Dragon Saga would not look right to me. I would I would say that. Yeah, but I think it'd be a fun, interesting pick for five. I think it adds a lot. It's of, it's, it's it would it's a good spice on that list. It is spicy. I will give you that. Maybe, but as you know, my crumbs, I can only handle so much spice. <laughs> Panzer Dragon Saga is very. It's very. Uh, fun. Yeah. I uh, I have some spicy news that might help you guys a little here. Yeah, yeah. sure. Einhander was May 5th, 98 in the U.S. All right. We're not. It's not going to be. Nine, Come nine, on. Uh, put the boomer pick on there. You know, you yeah, want to. Yeah, that's right. Engagement, baby. Einhander is so good. It'd be so good. Uh, people would be so mad. Um, Fuck uh, the people. <laughs> Einhander does rule. Uh, Tekken 3 is very, very good. I mean, look, I got my Griffin Dingo. What do you want to do, Jeff? What do you want to do? Uh, like I said, I mean, I want to put 1080 Snowboarding up there, but that's not going to happen. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, even I like know. How like, badly do you want to put 1080 Snowboarding I mean, on there? Real bad. That's but it's like I, I do, go, I, buddy. I, I, I do recognize like. You get it, though. Yeah. The responsibility is there. The weight yeah, well, of it is crushing you. And the year we, I got we got waiver like we can scroll back here like. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't feel bad about leaving any of these games off. Maybe Neo Turf Masters. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, Neo Turf Masters doesn't well, look more do. right than Wave Race 64. Like, that's the, like, of course it doesn't. Uh, so I just don't feel bad about any of the stuff we left off here. Here I put up 1080, and we're leaving off Banjo-Kazooie, Pokemon, Resident Evil 2, Tekken 3, Gran Turismo, StarCraft, and Panther Dragon Saga. But now, you're, now that I read all those other games, you're right, Panther Dragon Saga doesn't sound so right anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you said you didn't beat it. Not that I know that's been a sore subject this week. But well, I mean, yeah, no, I, I didn't beat a lot of these games. I beat Banjo-Kazooie, and I beat 1080 Snowboarding, and Red Dead. Okay, Wait, I, I beat a lot of these games, actually. Yeah, you beat a lot of these games, but not that one. Exactly. <laughs> not that one, yeah. I just really like it. Okay, go. Most people are beating it right now. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> that was me. Uh... All right, so you, you were about to say people in chat were saying something? Uh, they want to do a poll. Why don't we do a poll for funsies uh, between, like, what are we really thinking about here? Tekken 3. Well, if you do it, can we do more than two in a poll? Yes. Two Tekken 3, 10A Snowboarding, and StarCraft. I'm curious. I think that's what we're actually thinking about here, oh, right? I think it's got to be StarCraft for a poll like that. Well, it's, torn up. it's not binding. Is there uh, anything else we want to consider? Gran, Gran Turismo? No. Pokemon? Good. Uh, I kind of want to consider Pokemon. I like Pokemon a lot. If we put Pokemon on this list, it's going to win. You think? I Yes, I guarantee it, actually. Man, we should just make Pokemon number five, actually. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's definitely one that would probably not get much, um, uh, like ire from people. <laughs> Look at it <laughs> that's our goal is to people, please. Yeah, Which, that's, uh, like, that's not. I mean, that's it. Pokemon Red Blue is definitely my favorite game of those four, personally. Uh, but I already kind of want to look, I, I've, I got a big win here. I don't want to, no, it, it, I. I I, I mean, Pokemon Red and Blue is not going to look out of place on this list no. in any way. Giant, big, important deal. Man, it's funny because it, you're right. Pokemon Red and Blue took, oh, got away with it. And then, like, the other ones are pretty much tied. Although I'm surprised Tekken 3, which we have been yelled at about constantly, is in last place. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Yeah, fighting game fans, they're, they're loud, but there's not a lot of them. Yeah, they're loud and annoying, and I heard their hygiene's not great. Um, yeah, they fucking stink. Yeah. That's the Smash players. Don't talk about the wrestlers. <laughs> uh, I'm probably putting Pokemon Red and Blue up there. That actually probably is right. I think that's right. Yeah, okay. I think that'll do it. I mean, it's freaking Pokemon Red and Blue. Even though it like came here two years later than... Uh, I mean, that game freaking made that the ancient Game Boy relevant again. They had to make like new versions of the Game Boy. Then we had a Game Boy Colors because this was a hit. We probably had a Game Boy Advance because this was a hit. It basically like redirected the course of Nintendo and gaming history. Yep. And I, uh, I, when I look at the list again, it's like, as usually that, and that feels right to me. That's probably that's yeah. totally fine. And, uh, yeah, this is, this was always going to be a tough year to leave, leave stuff off, but it's like, you know, we weren't even talking up resident evil Two that much. Like, and that, like that, that game didn't stand a chance of making the list. Like yeah. a, a lot of games weren't going to make the list. So, here we are. Let's go make some people mad on Twitter. I'll post that right now. There we go. Yeah, I like this. So for the audio listeners, number one, Metal Gear Solid. Number two, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Number three, Grim Fandango. Number four, Half-Life. Number five, Pokemon Red and Blue. So, yeah, there you go. 
that seems right to me. I think if you play all five of those games, you'll have a, a good time. Don't worry, everybody. Adventure games got bad after this for base, it's basically forever, <laughs> except for Phoenix Wright. So <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I don't, but I, I don't think Phoenix Wright... Well, maybe Phoenix Wright... Maybe one of them could make a list once. Maybe. Eh, we'll maybe. Uh, There's some really weird, oddly bad years. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, uh, that is going to do it for the best year of nineteen or best games of nineteen ninety eight. Uh, we're going to go back. We're just going to do nineteen ninety nine next time, where it's going to be Dreamcast domination. I'm sure. That's, yeah, absolutely. Let's go, Soul Calibur. Uh, Mike, you know what we should do, and I don't know if should we, should we if we should do this on um, Game Master or Giant Bomb. Uh, now that we're getting near the end of the Switch, we should do the top one hundred games available to buy on the Switch. I was thinking something similar. I think that might be good time it could be like an end of the year sort of thing it. right like uh that could be uh like uh we take a week off and we record that the week before and that could be like yeah. a big episode or something we'll like that. let's wait for them to announce the new switch which will hopefully happen then we can really okay. figure that out sounds good to me uh okay uh we're gonna take a quick break when we get back we're gonna talk about the games we've been playing with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. <laughs> we're chilling. Cold noises. Still. Yeah, cold noises. Uh, all right, I, I, Christian, do you put the uh, like those breaks at the end of the episode like I used to? Yeah. I, I was. I, I don't listen back, so I don't know. But uh, yeah, cool. All right, fantastic. So, so people will get to get the jokes eventually. Uh, all right. Yeah. So, Mike, what have you been playing? Oh gosh, lots of things. Been trying to squeeze in as much Boulder's Gate three time as I can, which. Like still isn't a ton, but it's still that oh, that just kind of beginning first like several hours is still a lot of fun. Really getting your bearings, discovering more party members. I discovered a uh, a, a devil mommy. Very excited Ooh. about her. I, made I am desperate to meet her. Yeah, <laughs> you should be. Yeah, I made a spot <laughs> for her on my team right away. Like oh, you come right on in. You there. The warlock nerd, you're out. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about your step. If you happen to step on me, accidents happen. Yeah, it, well, we understand. <laughs> it's completely okay. But no, that game just continues to just really impress me with the depth of the mechanics and its uh, surprisingly amazing production values. Really am enjoying it. Kind of beginning to learn a bit more of the ins and outs of combat, which I think can be the trickiest thing here. Like, the social stuff you get like yeah roll a dice and i have modifiers to see if i do a conversation there's a lot that can go on with combat even though at first you're just like uh cast a spell you know different rules and different like measures for success that i'm used to like especially early on you're like chances of hitting aren't great a lot of the time mm -hmm. like 
you're gonna miss. You know, I play you play a tactics game by playing a fire emblem. You almost don't go in for the attack unless you know it's going to work. And here you're like, okay, we're gonna be a little vulnerable here, but it's probably gonna be okay because I can do this or that and, and whatnot. So it all works. Right, out you're gonna. It's like you need to quickly learn about how can I get advantage and things like that. Like right. you have to think about that. Yeah, you, you have to think about well, these characters should try to get high ground if they can. Yep. And uh, hey, as much fun as it is to only pick spells with damage numbers on them, maybe this one that puts grease everywhere is actually very important. Right. And uh, uh, oh, having a bard is actually a way where that can actually do something. And it's like, yeah, I did. Um, I can. Because my main character is a cleric. So, you know, that that one of those first party members you get, Shadow Heart, right? Yes. Uh, she was a cleric, too. I'm like, well, this is redundant. And I want her in my party still for reasons. So I made her a bard. Because she's racist, and that's important to you. She's like said one mean thing about the uh, the bigger jerk character, right? It's okay to be racist if the one person you know like that is the meanie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know about that one, Never mind. She, she's old news. I like Devil Mommy. She doesn't seem racist at all yet. Fantastic. That's great news. I'm happy for you about that. Uh, I okay, but I made her a I made her a bard instead since I did. Oh, okay. Another, but... So, so and that's like what is what 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 does that entail? Like you just go in the menu or what? No. So there's actually a quest you kind of stumble you you stumble upon a character if you just explore a bit around that very starting area, uh, and he will go to your camp and he will do things like let you change your character's class or revive dead party members. Um, Mike, here's here's my uh, theory. Um, yes, sir. There's like this backlash towards sex scenes in movies these days. Like I, today mm -hmm. I saw a tweet about like, I tried to watch Oppenheimer with my family and there's three sex scenes. Oh no, I have to run away. That's like, oh my God. Uh, video games seem to be like, we'll take care of it for you. With your dick hanging out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With, your, uh, yeah, with your option C dick. Yeah. <laughs> This game, this game is out and loud and proud about fucking constantly, and it it is it's it is having a clear beneficial effect on its uh, sales and its excitement that people have for it. I mean, no joke. The turning point for people talking about this game or was literally when they showed the bear sex scene. Like, yeah, it's a joke and it's funny, but it's also actually incredibly effective marketing. Right. It's like, oh, okay, so I can bring that sort of. Fun, uh, uh, you know, uh, an archive of our own sort of fan fiction, sex yes, <laughs> humor and storytelling and fun, playful ex experiences with sex into my gaming, where it sh maybe should have been for a long time now. No, this game's like, yeah, we are going to treat it that way, and and then we, we're not going to ever shame you for it. And so mm, here we are, and it's it is, boy, it's raking in the money, and I think it's a huge part of it. So. Uh, have you, what's been your experience with that so far? Has it mostly just been like, oh, this character's naked or, or, or are you fucking everything that moves? I haven't actually had too much of that come up yet. No one's come on to me as of this is, moment. Is, is the specter there, though? Is it like, oh, you know, it's possible maybe? Or like, are you always thinking about it? I don't know. I, I am, obviously, I am. Yeah, like I, told so you, like, I, I did too, tell yeah. you, like, oh, I need a shadow shadow heart in right. my party more so that she can approve of be here to approve of me right so that someday <laughs> exactly. she'll yes. approve of me so, that's how it works you approve of me uh -huh. so much that you know <laughs> things happen exactly uh yeah it's like you know something i think about i was like there a little bit where i like i was like oh, i'm tired of these these, these sex things in these rpgs are a little silly but now i i think about more like no i i get it uh especially 
with this level of animation, it's going to look a bit better than the weird, like, rubber dolls rubbing against each other we had in the Mass Effect and Dragon Age days, right? Mm-hmm. So, sure. Let's go for it. Um, Let's- I, my uh, my other question is uh, what recommend I asked this of uh, Bailey as well. Uh, what recommendations do you have for getting into this game? Because uh, I am uh, like I'm always about to boot it up, but I have other games I'm trying to wrap up as well, so I'm not like rushing into Baldur's Gate three. But when I did, I have like booted up, I'm like, okay, there there is a lot here, and it is a little bit intimidating. Uh, how do I like limit that stuff? How, what what should I focus on to like just push through that those those feelings? I, what one thing that I really like about this game, I think you can't play this way is you do not play it as a go-to-your-quest-log kind of game, right? Like, maybe it'll look at a map and it'll tell you, like, there's a quest over there, and that's okay. But it is so much better just to actually kind of wander around, and you are just going to naturally stumble across interesting things and, like, important main quest line things. Um, But just that, and also, like, if you need to save scum a bit, especially as you're getting your bearings, that's completely fine. F5 is quick save. F8 is quick load, baby. Let's go, especially combat early on, trying to figure that stuff out. There, you know, you know, the internet's always your friend with these things. There's tons of people who know better, who understand how these games work. Just, you know, if you don't understand exactly uh, what, you know, battle advantage check is or whatever, like Google it real quick and there will be a thread. You don't even have to put the words Baldur's Gate 3 in it right now. And the Baldur's Gate 3 solution is going to come up at the moment and it's going to be there to help you. Are you uh, letting the dice lie, or are you safe scumming? Not in, in a judgment-free zone. No, I. So aside from that first time, yes. when I rolled the one, when you needed a two or better to get Shadowheart in your party. Aside from that, I'm letting the dice dice lie. I I did build a character because I love passing those checks. So like I built a character that has those things. Again, cleric has that inherent boost to your dice rolls, which is nice. So yeah. I. You know, I've generally am passing as many rolls as I can already, so I don't feel much of a need to worry about that. Um, Christian, you want to say something? Yeah, uh, there's uh, like an option in the game. This on by default is called like karmatic dice, and the game oh yeah, right. You, yeah, the game won't let you roll like uh, go in a strike of b- bad rolls. So if you like, oh, or good rolls, roll. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it goes both ways. Rolls. Oh, it goes both ways. Is it ways? okay? I, I, I yeah, I heard it was both ways, but bad, bad rolls. But I don't know. It right. Be, Yes, it's early days. That that information could be mixed up, so maybe yeah. it's just bad rolls. I probably won't yeah, mess yeah. with that setting. I'll just yeah, keep it on whatever they had it on. To, I think yeah. I might turn it off because if yeah. I get a bunch of bad, I, I think I want the opportunity to get a bunch of bad rolls. Yeah, oh, maybe you're right. And then we'll see. Who then knows? yeah, then it actually happens. Then all of a sudden, there have been a couple times where like a, to me like a dialogue option seems kind of unclear. Like in my head, it's presented as this good thing, and then when you play it. It's sort of like, that's not really how I thought that was going to play out. I thought that I was being nice here. And it you know, actually, the way my character did that seemed to mean, then maybe I'll reload something like okay. that. Okay. Right? Like, are you F5-ing, sa- quick saving a lot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Quick save constantly. Just, that's, I mean, that's, that's just a habit with these kind of games that mm-hmm. I like. I'm like, I'm a quick save kind of guy. I like doing that. Uh, I think the other thing, too, is getting the habit of like saying, I have 30 minutes to play this game. That's okay. I'll get something done. Right, that's the other thing I've heard is like as much as it feels like a game that you want to give all day to for the first run, like you can accomplish interesting stuff in a half an hour. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It was just like an encounter. That's a, an accomplishment. Yep, this is a game that I feel like I have to play, so I'm I'm getting excited, and it's just a part of it is it's just fun to hear people talking about it already. Yeah. So I'm I'm enjoying that. Um, anything else you're playing? Yeah, well, I, mean, I talked about playing uh, the Quake Two Remaster and 30XX quite a bit, but both of those been really fun 
I'm excited to jump into uh, more of that, actually. But yeah, and then Pikmin 4 is still just very, very good. You know what I'm talking about now with that kind of Olimar side campaign. That's uh, kind of yeah, there. I did that's it. Really fun. Yep, it's uh, um, I, I like and I mentioned this on the bombcast or somewhere. I mean, it might have been in Game of Morning earlier today. Uh, I like looked over and because Addie's like, I want to be playing as this guy, and she shows me Olimar. I'm like, oh, but you can't. And then I look back and then I look over and it's like. Wait, that's not the tutorial where you do this one. I mean, she's playing at us. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, I'm like, oh, it's the, that's the thing. Oh, I do have that. I just didn't even realize that it's like you just go talk to him to start that campaign. And uh, I was like, so I watched her play a little bit. And then I realized that the days were counting down and she was like ruining my run. So I'm like, okay, let me help you a little bit. And then I'm like, no, actually, well, I'll just, once she's out, off here, I'm going to restart. And so I did that and I did, uh, I got basically what I, I, I like fixed what she did and then did like a day. And then I came back later that night and I played it through in one big setting. It is. It's just so much fun once you get on a roll with that game. Um, and, you know, a lot of it comes down to, um, like, like just that, that momentum of being like, okay, if I get two today, that means I'm on pace. But what if I could get, I could set things up and maybe I get two today and they get spaceship parts tomorrow. And it's like, once you get ahead of schedule, that feels so good. And then when you get ahead to- of schedule, <laughs> I had to get six what? on the last day and I had to basically groundhog day that shit. I played through it like five times, like really, like off to me. I can do this, and then yeah, I finally did it. That's fun too, though. So like, it like was fun. Hyper optimizing oh, yeah. one day at the very end. Oh, yeah, it was that's great. great. I loved uh, it. So, so yeah, I, it was cool because like I, I got, I did three in one day, like several times in a row, and then I got to that last place and I got zero on the first. I'm like, oh, I'm screwed, and I, like this is gonna be difficult. But it's like, no, I think started working out from there. But I was like, I'm glad, I'm glad I built up all that extra like room to help me uh, actually explore this area. Beat it in like uh, like twelve days, and it was uh, it was yeah, it's just really really, cool. yeah. But I mean, you, you keep in mind Dan, your Dan Dory is maybe better than mine. Well, let's keep in mind I had the experience of you saying I thought I was going to get more time, and yeah. I, and so I'm like, okay, I'm keeping it in my head in a way that you probably weren't that like I need to worry about I, this. It right was away. in the back of my head that like it's not really fifteen days. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna come right, and yeah, say, you said uh, that. so I knew it was really fifteen days. So it was like I, I, I was yes. So I very much encouraged me to stay on point from the very beginning. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a ton of fun, and I it, just it couldn't stop playing again. To realize, especially in that mode, I don't really need to waste time bringing back all of these enemies to my base. That's actually not doing very much for right. me. Right. In that mode, it is a little bit different, though, because bringing back enemies, like, sprouts more Pikmin. But once you have enough Pikmin, right. like, you can only have 100 out at a time, right? Right, in that mode exactly. Eventually. So You're it's not like you sparky them for them, like, or whatever. So Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, yes, you don't want to waste your time bringing back everything. 12 every days. That's possible? Days. Yeah. Because I... Squeaked by Jeff. Boy, that I squeaked <laughs> by. I was worried... Like, I've got to do this fucking thing again. Oh, no. Well, I mean, like, I was ready for it. Like, oh, whatever. I'll do better. It'll be fine. I, mean, I, I also had the advantage of, like, seeing Addie play through a little bit of it, like, over, like, watch her over shoulder. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I see where she's, like, messing up. And I take I the compliment. Take the compliment. You're good at Pikmin I, well, 4. Very really nice. like Pikmin 4 a lot. It's a, yes. game. it's a very fun game. So, uh, yeah, it's um, now I'm, I'm back in there uh, chasing Louie. And it's uh, that's that's Son fun as well. Yeah, he was a little rascal out there I've, i thought i got I almost all the onions i always just assumed louis was like supposed to be olimar's brother by the way i knew no, i knew nothing about him except that he was the player two in pikmin two yeah i just assumed like well that's the luigi so that must yeah. be olimar's brother no i t- totally I, honestly if you would have asked me like last year is louis olimar's brother I'm like yeah i think so that's not, <laughs> that's not right almost certainly yeah, <laughs> yeah. probably 
Uh, I'm sure, like, uh, oh, um, the, the caves near the end of the game, I think, are, are really, like, they yeah, keep getting more fun. and more interesting. They're, it's, it's really fun. Um, I, I, uh, once you go, the dog gets fully upgraded. Yeah, he's, he's a like, big he boy. Just, yeah, you just send him in there and just crush everything. That's, like, really useful when it's like, okay, I have a whole bunch of Pikmin with me. And yeah, I could like do the, I could take the time of like separating them into like one little group and then take the right Pikmin into there. The dog is pretty much immune at this point to everything. I'll just send him in there. He could take on most enemies so up to right. a certain size and I'll let him do most of the damage and then we'll come in, come in and clean it up. And it's like, ah, it's a good strategy as and well. And it's nice, especially those night uh, excursions because you can just send him to one of the bases and he will probably lock it down all on his own at a certain point. Yep. It is uh it's a lot of fun. Number two game of the year still, right. although a lot a lot left to play in terms God, of God, it's eleven oh eight. All right, let's do these super chats and we gotta do a Colombo yep. podcast. Oh Jesus oh, Christ, I forgot. Okay, yep, hit him. Uh da, 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 da. okay, Chris Harden says, I'm a year late, but Herx Adventures rules. Never played much Herx Adventures, I have to say. Jeff yeah, Baba me says, just GPT a chance to try out. Oh, just got a chance. I thought was, this is a chat GPT reference. <laughs> just a typo. Just got a chance to try out my new 8-bit do retro style NES controller on Super Metroid NSL. Feels so much better than the stock Pro controller. Oh, I'm gonna be uh <laughs> I'm gonna be playing Super Metroid again too, because that's the game this game. Yeah. game All right. <laughs> Let's go. That's fine. And Serapis Kane says, did it mention 1998 boob tattoo game Trespasser? That's a game that I, I immediately know exactly the magazine ad. I don't yeah. really know what that game is, but I know the magazine ad. Yes, totally. Oh, my God. Yeah, Incredible. look at that thing. All right. Uh, we'll figure out if next week we want to do 1999 right away. Maybe we'll take a break and do a Mount Rushmore or a draft or something else. But I don't know. Yep. I've been kind of having fun with these. I wouldn't mind doing 1999. Yeah, we'll see. We'll take a break when, when the time feels right. We'll see. Maybe that's next week. Maybe not. Uh, all right, uh, Mike, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you find me on all the places at Tolkoto, Twitch, Twitter, Blue Sky, all that stuff. I'm there. Uh, and one, you know, Giant Bomb. We've been doing some stuff on Giant Bomb. You beat back, uh, you beat the Batman. So I beat be the Batman. Our, Dan's going to be doing uh, the silver campaign of Sonic 06 soon, which means somehow already my turn will be up again in a bit i don't i don't know this seems like way too fast to me but we're getting there hey it's your fault your fault for picking you did this to yourself mike did this to yourself by picking a short back batman it, it Dark wasn't that was as long as the robocop game you cheated by doing a bunch of two-hour episodes because <laughs> i had to do an hour for my episodes like why well, to go to work now i can't just play robocop all day here i had to stop i remember the first thing played for like two and a half hours i was like you should stop now and you were like Oh, we don't have to. That was, that was <laughs> like, two and a half hours. Jesus, I, like, I didn't realize that. Like, Jeff, I don't work here. <laughs> <laughs> we need a code word for that so I can uh, know because I lose track of time really easy. I did it with Mortal Kombat as well. Like, we just kept going. Oh, uh, well, Mortal Kombat yeah, was fun. Well, Mortal yeah. Kombat was easy for me to multitask. Well, yeah, yeah no, the, I, no, when you're playing, I get it's different. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, me, I am Jeff Grubb on Twitch. Um, I think I'm going to stream tomorrow. I know I say that a lot, wow. but then I, won't. Get back. I like knowing when you <laughs> do because then I won't. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: is like I might stream to have people help me with Baldur's Gate, so I can. That's like, fine. That, no, honestly, I streamed the beginning, and it was incredibly helpful because yes. they did tell me a lot of things I didn't understand. Well, I mean, yeah, because it's like I, I think like the video game side of it, I think I could probably get pretty quickly. But there's a lot of D and D, uh, you, sure. you know, sort of cruft, and not in a bad well, way. Well, like there's the way spells work, very yes. confusing. I Don't, need help I, with right, that. I, I, for I, sure. I listened to real play podcast a bunch of times. 
still don't know what a cantrip is, so I'm gonna have cantrips to... are just the spells you can actually always use. Oh, okay. Well, that's but cantrips okay. are the good easy enough. ones. Use cantrips, feel good about that. The other ones, spell you slots. Can... Yeah. Yeah. The spell slots you are way we have way less of, and you need to take a long rest to get more. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll figure it all out. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time. See you later. Oh, let's freaking go. Jeff, uh, we'll, we'll see each other here. Okay. Look, I'll say it. There's a, you should probably have to see semen at some point. <laughs> I have a good English. Yep, no problem. Go ahead. Yeah, DDR5 is getting a lot cheaper, for sure. That's true. I, I, everything's getting cheaper because no one's fucking building PCs. So yeah. that's, the, that's the biggest recommendation is you're right to build right now. If you've been holding off, go now. Build now before the market bounces back because everything's on fire sale, basically, because yeah. no one's buying anything. So, yeah, good go choice full, to wait. Yeah, go for her mentality, whatever, like, most people is buying, and it's well reviewed. You're, you won't miss with that, like. Yeah, like the, um, what, what is it, the 60, uh, the 6700 uh, yeah. XT or whatever XT. that everyone loves? Uh, everyone loves it for a reason, because it's your best bang for your buck right now on the higher end. Yeah, um, I have the, yeah, I have the 6700 XT, the Radeon. It's pretty good, and it works fine. I can run pretty much everything at, like, maximum detail everything at 1080p and it just works fine oh impanati there already got the 4090 okay you're good oh, then you're fucking yeah any <laughs> anything else you're building up to that so yes exactly everything is going to be keeping up with that for years pretty much like yeah. Yeah. yeah um if that's the case uh you need a big big psu so i would yeah, i would even go at least like 1200 not even a thousand yeah. you want to go like 1200 yeah. at least yeah, I remember uh, Linus doing some testing when that thing, uh, or when 3090 first came out, and he was like, yeah, even if you have more than enough voltage running through this thing, you need even higher so that power spikes don't cause your entire system to crash. And that's, that's the kind of thing that has happened to me in the past, and it's like, oh, man, I thought this was enough, yeah. but it's not. So I, I would just go straight to the 1500 PSU. It's going to be worth it in the long run, and, and it's not and like, oh, supplies. it's running at 1500 all the time. So yeah, power supplies aren't that expensive. They're uh, yep. fairly, right. fairly priced. Yep. And then uh, just get a decent, just get a decent gaming CPU, unless you're doing other other kind of work. Yeah, it doesn't sound like that's the case. If you're doing multitasking so. stuff, or like. All right. And then when, and, and then get a pair it with a 4K monitor, because if you got a 4090, you better have a 4 4 4K monitor. Or, yeah, or like an ultra wide or something that yeah. Yeah, yeah, but more than anything, more than 2K. Like you want more than 2K. More than 2K. Okay. Okay. Never mind. I'm the more than a 2K, more than a 2K pixel screen, basically yeah, 2K equivalent. I mean. yeah, but... 2K is yes. 1080p. Uh, okay, then what do I, what do I mean? 3K, 1440. yeah, 1440. What is like? Is there's gotta be a K for that, right? People um, mistakenly call it 2K, but they're wrong. Okay, yeah, Sean is getting real big. Actually, here everyone calls that 2K. Yeah. Nobody calls that Shut. 2K. Who Mike, you don't 2K? call it shit. Because I do. <laughs> we call you know what we call 1080p? 1080p. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. No one calls yeah. that 2K. What are you talking about? with the ultra wide, they're just going to keep arguing with 1440p. That's good. That's that's fine. If you have a two 1440p screens, that's good as well. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. Someone just put what in a naked person from Baldur's Gate in the thing. Yeah, no, I got it. We're right here. I'm just getting, making sure that we are lined up. You guys are going to do a pause for Christian and then get back into it's it. It's okay. It's that okay. is right. Oh, yeah, I know. Hang on. Let me just get everything going here. Never enough. Never. Oh, okay. By the way, uh, Benji sent some stuff over, but we can probably wait for next week for that. Yeah, we're going to have enough this week, I think. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, so, Benji. Thank you, Benji. Next week, we'll do that. Good. This mm. is going to be a bloodbath, brother. 1998. Okay. I am ready to go. I'm going to have a pause and then bring it back in. Yeah, give me a wet pause. All right. right, there we go. All um, right, all right. Who would have thought that um, mics, the, the 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 mic ability or the the lack of ability to like compromise was actually a shield of responsibility for for you, <laughs> chef. Like uh, you didn't have to like think about it. That's kind of crazy. He was protecting you. It's yeah, not like right. he, it's not like he was like imposing his his like takes on you. He was actually protecting you from you to think about like getting like like a number five in this list that nobody's gonna like i'm a absolutely. hero really yeah if you think about it absolutely i i mean for me you know the, the games i feel strongest about number one and number two <laughs> good like metal yeah. solid until the ocarina of time uh we're good there even 1080 snowboarding obviously but i mean i recognize metal gear solid and zelda after that it's like oh yeah let's figure out the rest of the of this list but those are the, the games for sure Okay. Jump right back into it, Jeff. I am good to get jump right back in. Let's do it right after this little break of silence. This silence has to be cold. 